Back again with another episode. The pals uh, had, a, had a good pal in the studio. Our, uh, our dear, dear friend, Mark Halkius. The man, the myth, the legend. Most, <laughs> of, our, most of our friends know Mark. Great guy. Deep thinker. Uh, we, had, we had a really good conversation. Um, just talked, yeah, all things Toronto, food, drink, community related, some, some obscure sports. And yeah, we just uh, we dug into it. It was good. Talk a little about the East End, which we don't often do. Ricky and I don't venture out that way very no, often. No, West End until I die. Yeah, yeah, we stop at Young Street typically. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, Mark's a great guy, a longtime friend. Mark, thank you for the for the great conversation, um, guys. He's a fantastic storyteller too. So if you uh, you got some time, listen listen to this at the end. It's uh, it's really really interesting. Rick, you want to give out uh, some shout outs to our to our homies? Yeah, I want to give a couple quick shout outs. First, to our sponsor, Kind Magazine, um, one of the fastest growing print and digital magazines in North America. Their newest edition is actually releasing today, featuring Maddie Matheson and also featuring your pals, Georgie and I. Today is February 4th, by the way. February, December. December. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Georgie. I said it because like December, so <laughs> dropping Friday, December 4th. So if you're listening to this before or later, December 4th. Yeah, it's, so it's out now. Go check it out at your local dispensary or online. Also like to give a shout out to our sponsors, Tight Knit Clothing. Uh, some great clothing and available merch for Christmas. Some great gear. They got sweaters, t-shirts, hats, bomber jackets, everything. It's important to support local, so make sure you check them out at tightknitclothing.com. And Georgie. LFG, my pal. Let's go. Long overdue. Long overdue. The man, the myth, the legend in the studio. We we spoke about this. I think you were you were like in India or something. We used to have these calls when George oh, yeah. was traveling and we would have these like one hour two, two hour calls. Is yeah. that better? Yeah. Yeah, it's better. I'm not so good with the microphone. <laughs> um but yeah, we used to have these calls and George and I would like we'd exchange ideas and like different books we were reading and all this stuff. And then you're like, we kind of spoke about a podcast. You, yeah, I think you. I said, think this this is actually my idea, <laughs> yeah. and you guys took it. So I, I, I want a percentage of credit given. Yeah. Well, you even said you wanted to do a podcast. Yeah. Maybe what, like a couple months ago, you were talking about. You were thinking about it. Uh, maybe you really well, should. You really should have them, Rug. Your thoughts need to be out there. What was it going to be about? So. <laughs> I I don't know. Um, I thought about a few things. Like people in the service industry really fascinate me. Um, so, you know, people who open up these small dive bars, like dive bars have such eccentric personality because it's an extension of the person who, who's running it. Yeah. yeah. And I remember this place, Bill Hicks, I think you might've been there with me. Um, it's uh, Bill Hicks. Sorry. So Bill Hicks is a comedian, but, um, it used to be this dive bar in Leslie. He's dead. He's dead. dead. Uh, if you could get him here, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Wait, there's an (laughs) awkward, isn't there a theory? You couldn't say, oh, he was No, never mind. I don't know where I'm going. But sorry, just so you know, Bill Hicks was uh, Queen East. It was like it was like basically Queen and Carlaw, and it was it was 
there was this like tiny red light bulb that was screwed to a fixture and it looked broken. It was really cool. And it was like the door was black, so walking by you wouldn't even notice this place. And you would you would go up there and they had these like um, strip lights like lining the stairs and you'd go up the walls were covered with with uh, vinyl covers and then the ceiling was covered with vinyl records awesome. and it was like this tiki dive bar you maybe had room for about i don't know maybe like 15 people in there is that that tiki bar you went to a couple of years ago yeah but no 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 Sh mine uh shameful tiki that's the west end oh, okay we so went no no, I don't think so. You know what's funny, actually. You know what right I actually rem remember. Good date so, ideas so right now. Rick, the idea. You remember when I? I don't know if we have this idea. We just got lucky with this TV, but they had a blown out TV yeah. in the back of the bar at Bill Hicks. Yeah, actually, one of the coolest bars. So we did a night like in the East End when you m first moved down there. It was around the time when I moved down uh, downtown as well on King Street. Yeah, we basically it was the opposite ends of the city. So like we'd come to the Mark would come to the West. End. I got we'd George to cross Young Street for the first <laughs> time in his life. Good. Sorry, yeah. how did you guys meet? By the way. Did I ever, do, do I know this? Uh, no, but we met, uh, honestly, it's the, <laughs> we met like the most like traditional Greek way you probably could meet. Our dads knew each other. Hey, Mark, are you And Greek? they worked the same. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, you didn't know that? No. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I can't grow a mustache, so that's part of the problem, maybe. <laughs> Low facial. He's yeah. not very like hairy, so yeah. he doesn't come off as Greek. Um, yeah, we met because our, our dads work in the sim same industry, in the service okay. business. Um, different sides of the business and then it was like matchmaking basically it's like I want you to meet my like, yeah you know, honestly like, you guys are nice Greek boys yeah, yeah, yeah. you should, you know, should know each other friends. you know so it was actually the first we met like the year that I finished university it was like the first trade show in Toronto I remember we were at Jack Astor's after the conference yeah and like our dads are talking I was like oh you're Greek me too like we just started shooting and, the shit now do you remember the most critical part of that meeting no it was the thing that you had growing on your on your upper lip oh november yeah it, it yeah, was yeah. It, it was the most ridiculous mustache i'd ever seen until i tried growing one and then <laughs> so that you, was ridiculous you know what's crazy then i forgot about that the conference is always the end of november which means that we met about eight years ago yeah it would have been probably last happy week. anniversary happy anniversary <laughs> wow, I'm, glad I I I'm glad i could share it with you boys <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah you're you're welcome to, to your <laughs> i'm part i'm part of the yeah. squad yeah, part yeah. Of, um jumping back one thing about bill hicks is what we were saying when I, we moved downtown we would like do nights so mark would say okay come to the east end and he would like discover his neighborhood and show me parts of the east end and mark sorry where in the east end are you from uh, did you I, move? No, I, I moved into Leslieville like six or seven years ago. Near my yeah. brothers, yeah. kind of thing yeah. in that area. But Bill Hicks was cool. The first time we went, we did like Bill Hicks Boxcar Social. We went Boxcar to, Social is nice. Never yeah. been, but I heard really good things about. Is that it. the original one? Uh, Do you I know? don't know. I, but I don't was, think so. It was so cool because we were thinking these places. We'd walk in, you know, like when you go to a bar, like when we'd go out and you, when you were promoting, like you'd kind of know people, so it's cool. The easy end was like similar but different because Mark would go and like. We'd walk in and they'd be like, oh, hey, Mark. And I'm like, how do you know all these people? He's like, well, I don't know. We just talk. So they'd be like the usual, like it was a very like, it's, it's a, a community feel. It's yeah, very yeah. different. Yeah. Well, and it, it's it, like what I found about places in the East End is there's like this community. So like you'll walk around, I'll be like, like you know, at Gerard Square buying some, uh, you know, paper towel or something. And, you know, I'll bump, into, I'll bump into one of the owners of the restaurant. You know, Pinkerton uh, Snack Bar that is, one, is yeah. another. Like, and, sick, and shout what, out to Pinkerton. What they've done at, uh, you know, in, Ger they call it Jerome's because Gerard and Jones area. What oh, they've done there with Pinkerton, with uh, the Vatican gift shop. They, uh, same with, owners? With poor Romeo. And then they opened another one, Gardell. 
um, which is like a Spanish tapas thing. Um, so it's like, I'll go out, I'll be like, you know, picking up a bottle of wine from the LCBO and I'll see Mark there pushing a cart and he's <laughs> loading up for the weekend. And, um, and everyone kind of lives in the neighborhood and, and there's like it, live and work, which is yeah, cool. exactly. Yeah. So it's not like, I think downtown, you got a lot of people that work at the, the bars and the club and then they go to somewhere else. Yeah. Like East end, there's, there's a community there. So it's like, you just get to know people and yet you, you, you're having a drink, you have a chat. Like the owner of, of Bill Hicks lived in my older brother's building. My older brother lives across the street from me. I lived know. in my older brother's building, which ironically is where... Shout out to Christian. And, sh- and, and like, shout out to Jay too. Well, and shout out to Yanni. Shout out to Yanni. Yanni lives in the building. Fucking shout out to John they, too. They all, no, <laughs> shout out to John. They, our brothers all, they all, my brother lives in the same, they're next door neighbors, all oh, of them. really? Yeah, they're, I think they're on they're the same floor. Is, they're like, uh, yeah. they're like so a I'm, few doors I'm literally, down. I go, so the gym I, I train at, shout out Primal Gym actually. Justin. And you know, actually really big shout out to them because they're doing outdoor training. You, so COVID... Sorry to interrupt. Do you know Primal Gym? It's across the street from you. Right across the street. Carlisle and Dundas. Right on the northwest corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, you, I, you wouldn't find me in there. Yeah, I, no, but, but do you know uh, what? I, know. A lot, like, and I actually want to take a, just a hot moment to talk about this because so it. many gyms are, are being absolutely destroyed. Restaurants, everything. They literally, they, they're allowed, I think, four parking spots. They turned their four parking spots. They took a little bit more space. And they created like a social distance outdoor gym. They have like the, the gear and the mats and tents and the whole setup. And they've been selling out classes every single day, even till in like into now. So they've got 10 mats. Each class is allowed 10 people because that's what you're legally allowed to do for outdoor gatherings, 10 people. And they run classes and they're slammed and it's high energy and it's outdoor. And some days it's freezing. But uh, big shout out to those guys, Justin, Tommy. Yeah. You know, shout out you guys because uh, that's amazing. One of the only gyms that's really doing this right now. So I just... Uh, Back to uh, to you. Yeah, guys no, good Sorry. for that, man. Shout out to all the brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone. And, <laughs> John, and, and, John, dude. But, John, dude. But but that's kind of the. I think that's kind of the the appeal of of Leslieville. It's you know, there's a lot going on, but it's kind of it's kind of hush hush, and yeah. and there's this community that's formed there, and. What other neighborhood would you compare to? Would it be kind of like a Liberty Nothing. Village? I don't think, no. Nothing. I don't think. I it's like, hard. I, I haven't seen much. Like, I, would, I thought I was thinking one day maybe like Parkdale, but even that is kind of different. Like, it's, it's just its, it's own the interesting thing. thing. The most interesting thing with the East End, like I, for me, and we've talked about this with Ricky too, like for uh, for myself, at least speaking, it's far for me to get to work. I know my brother does it, but I just find it like most of what I do. So I moved out to like the Mimico area, but it's one area I do really like and respect because of that live and work and, and the community feel. But the interesting thing is it has not changed a lot in the way like most neighborhoods just naturally, I think gentrifies the, the term. Like, And like you've been there for... How long? Five, six, six years? Uh, yes, yeah, maybe seven years now. It's changed like, a bit. Like, like it, the, it the, has. Like you, you, you're getting development in there, but like most of the condos are lower mid-rise, and mm-hmm. they're just you know a beer store. Uh, they're basically selling off all their locations and turning them into condos. But the one that they're they're putting up on <laughs> is that on, an actual thing? Your stores are selling off all their locations. Uh, they're 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 doing that a lot because well, they have a lot of prime like, downtown yeah, locations. Yeah, um, but. So it's interesting because you get con- you don't get these like mega towers that are like fifty stories tall. Um, yeah. You know, you're seeing a little bit more of that at like uh, Queen and Broadview, I guess. Yeah. But other parts of the neighborhood, there are these infill projects that go up like ten or twelve stories. So it's not this giant monstrosity. And you know, you've got good transit and and you know roads and all of that type of yeah. stuff. So it's not like Liberty Village because 
you know, Liberty Village is a disaster to get into and out of. It's like oh one God. way in, one way out, yeah. and tons of construction. There's so literally good three luck. entrances to Liberty. How crazy! Which is, is that? crazy as a soccer and, stadium, and, and they have and like, like the tallest buildings stadium. in the city. There's you know three, what I mean? Three entrances to Liberty by via like by car. Yeah, you have the and they're like the two Dufferin. lanes, like one lane Dufferin. each way in. Yeah, you have Dufferin entrance. You have the one off King. Yep. Near uh, what's the burger place? Burger, uh, burger drops. Yeah, near burger. Shout out to our boys. And then there's the strong plug. There's three entrances to a place where. What fifty thousand people live? Tons of people, yeah. It's insane. How many people do you think live in Liberty? Fifty thousand, give or take. A lot, man, a lot. And they yeah. keep building condos. They're still there. Like building. Garrison Point, I think, is the new one that's got yeah, building. Yeah, we're doing Some right nice there. Pro- yeah. yeah. Shuttle, shuttle metric. Ah, big Frank. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I, I do really like these, and I actually, I went on a run through East End. I'm really enjoying this East End talk. I know nothing about yeah. East End. I didn't expect this I'm conversation like, to I'm start like a, here. I'm like a huge advocate. Mark, see what I mean? Mark just fl- creeps the conversation. I didn't expect this, this to talk about this. Is this what you were going to hit us with at the beginning? No, no. I actually had something oh, else. Okay, so we'll hold that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, what's your favorite spot in the East End? Actually, let me re- rephrase that question. What's your favorite spot with the boys, and what's your favorite date spot? Oh, oh. Put him with the day spot, eh? Day spot. Oh, Rick, Rick's looking for new date ideas. Man, I, I legit, I don't know anything about the East End. It's really nice. So my um, my previous partner, her sister, lived in uh, in the East End, Broadview and Queen area. Yeah. So close. that's the only thing I went to. We went to that one spot that one time. Where? Gladstone. No. Nope. Uh, what's the hotel? Broadview Hotel. Broadview, Broadview Hotel. hotel. Yeah, yeah. With, our, with our moms there. And then I went uh, with Bex for her sister's birthday. We did some like vegan little like garden restaurant they make all their own food and it was like kind of weird but hippie but it's kind of cool yeah like and there's there's tons of stuff too like like what's crazy in that (laughs) make their own food of course they make their own food (laughs) (laughs) no they grow their own food so okay but but like but like east end as well like the the thing that's crazy dodge my question by the way oh yeah i'm just like the dodge (laughs) yeah i'm just like uh, like you can you can't give out all the secrets man you can refrain if you want to yeah no uh (laughs) no some girls gonna listen like what the fuck mark (laughs) (laughs) we never took me there and yeah um but uh you know i think pinkerton i've always had fo- really fond memories of that place i think i went like the first week it opened and, what's the vibe like um it, it's good it's kind of like low-key um it, a little dim their decors their decor is really cool um it's it's i want to say it's kind of divey but not really like, yeah. and and the food there the food there is so good like, like you, uh, you, sorry like 416 snack bar but a little less, like not as dark, a little longer. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. And if you can get the table up in the back, that's like almost in the kitchen. Yeah. That's a, that's it's a cool. sick spot if you can get it. Um, it's called Pinkerton's. Pinkerton Snack like Bar. Exactly how it's pronounced. Yeah. 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 And um, shout out Pinkerton's. <laughs> honestly. And um, great, so great so spot. like I, I just like that's my favorite restaurant in the East End. Uh, my favorite restaurant in the West End would probably be like Beast. Um, I've never been. It's around the the corner here. But but it's like uh, what what is really cool about both of those restaurants is that they do these smaller plates. Yeah. And but they execute on them so well. And so you can pick anything on the menu at Pinkerton's and try it. And you're like, oh my gosh, this. Yeah. And and they do some really cool like things. So they do like a uh, I think it's a, a pork neck. Uh, pancake um, and so is, so is it open all day uh, it's it's generally open in the evenings but it's like I think pancake well that's like uh, a brunch thing though no? it's like a twist it's, it's, oh, yeah it's, it's, a it's like a, it's like a fusion chi- dish what's I the chicken wing they would we have like Fausto's chicken is a good really good fried chicken and there's it's like it's got some I guess maybe it's Asian inspired yeah so it was like a fusion a little, or something. yeah a little a little hot but yeah. like I, I would say like 
Beast is kind of like that in the, you know, in, in I guess, this King West, King West yeah. area. Yeah. I've never uh, been, actually. Like, shout out to Michael Lutner. I don't, have we ever given Michael Lutner a shout out? He lived across the street from Beast. And we, we used to go to eat. Shout and out, I, Mike. We lived down the street from each other. We never ate a Beast. And Mike, it, miss you, buddy. You, got, you, you missed out because, like, well, it's still around, I, yeah, yeah. I, I hope. But, I walked um, by the, actually, like, like, a couple weeks like, ago. Just to know, go it, in it and have, that, it, have right? that whole dining experience. And, you know, I, I remember having... And I think the menu at Beast changes like pretty frequently. Yeah. But they did. Um, I love places that do that, by the way. Yeah, they did like they yeah. Yeah. kimchi pork hocks. Yeah, they'll keep they'll keep their standard dishes. Yeah. And then each, yeah. But they did like kimchi pork hocks, which is like pork hocks are traditionally German. But kimchi is Korean, so they pork, mix like them pork hock and pork knuckle type. Thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that. So, but it's like it's anyway. a bad day to skip my dinner. I'm <laughs> starving. I haven't yeah. eaten yet. We'll, we'll order um, some takeout after. We should like you know? So do you know where Pinkerton's? You know? No, I have no okay, idea. so you know. The East End. If you go towards like Gerard, I know. You know, the, you know the Home Depot. I know where the East you End know Gerard is. Square. You know the Home Depot and McDonald's, no. Gerard Square. No, I didn't even know that was there, but it's literally next okay, to that. Okay, so give, give where me your like, gym, where Primal is. Yeah, okay. Okay, go to Gerard. So Gerard, the next, the next lights where the bridge is. West. Gerard, you go, you go. Yeah, north. north if I'm north, 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 north up Carlaw, yeah, and then take a right onto East Gerard. And there, you so have right. the overpass so where the go- yes, yeah. So you got the overpass where like the go train comes yeah, over. Yeah, okay, okay. You can drive under spots. that and go east. And like the thing is, is when when Pinkerton opened, it was kind of the first um, restaurant in that in that like in that strip. Um, you have a lot of these like older businesses, storefronts. Do, not like storefronts, not really much going on. And then that opened up. And then, uh, I think now they have a La Cubana, which is kind of an Ossington thing. <clears throat> yeah. So when I first went there and I think they definitely saw it a lot sooner than I did, I'm like, Oh, as this continues to develop, this is going to be like the Ossington of the East. Mm-hmm. And they've had other places that have opened up. Yard sale is like a, uh, I so guess sorry, what street is this is the Ossington Gerard, Gerard, Gerard and Jones. That's okay. the Jerones is what they call the neighborhood. Jerones. Um, but uh, but like yeah, so they have all these cool like restaurants and bars that have that have opened up, and you know it's been great. And that doesn't even you know touch on some of the the really good spots that were um, you know that that are on Queen Street. Yeah. You know there used to be this place that closed down I think about a month ago. Um, I'll be seeing you. Uh, I think me and you well, might. That's a great name. Yeah. And they would have the, the, it was like this pink neon cursive sign. It's exactly and, what I would think yeah. it would be. And uh, it was. Big it sign was, guy. It was, it Big was sign really guy. Huge. <laughs> Shout out, Anne. Big sign guy. Anthrocharity. Love you. But but it was run by by these uh, two sisters, really you know awesome awesome <laughs> chicks, uh, Vanessa and Natasha, and uh, they, they you know they ran a, a really a really good bar. It was always a good vibe when you went in there, and um, you know I think unfortunately with everything that's happened, we lost a lot of really good businesses over sure. the past uh, over the past few months. I love how he says we. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It's, it's his community. Yeah. Well, th- that's the thing. So to that point of Pinkertons, I remember the first time we went, we we did like we were. Basically, we started at Mark's Con to walk. Just we walked west along Queen, and then at the end of the night, he's like, "You hungry?" I was like, "Yeah." So we uh, okay, we decided it. to go. He's like, "We're going to Pinkertons," and I was like, "What the hell is Pinkertons?" Um, so we basically take a taxi or Uber. This whatever. A couple of years ago, yeah, like five, three, four, yeah, yeah. four years ago. We like 2015 probably around then. We taxi up towards like the Home Depot, and I'm like, "What the? Hell? I'm like, what is out here?" There's like, it's like you, you picture just like desolate East End, and we get out there, and like, and it's packed. 
And every time I would be in that area, that it's like it's like a little block, and it's always busy. So it's kind of like Osnan, but the difference is like Osnan is a whole street that's busy. These guys opened the restaurant, or like a few of them, where there was really nothing. So like that's the thing, though. You get the loyalty of the community. That's like, oh, it's a good spot. I'm gonna go, even if it's out of my way. I'm gonna go to support people because they open up something in their community, which is interesting because. And again, this might be a generalization, but you see places in the West End open up and it might be a good, like I've been to something that have good food, but it's kind of out of the way, not a lot of foot traffic and it's kind of gone after a couple of years. And it's like people kind of don't want to venture. They stay in the busy area because it's a little more convenient. Whereas it seems like in the East End, like even Boxcar Social, it's un- not on the main street. It's off to the side. Yeah, yeah. It, and at night you walk by, you think it's closed. We it, went in, it was pitch black. I was yeah, like, Mark, this place is not open. He's like, don't the, worry, I know them. We walked the, in and it's just us two having a drink. And there's like this sense of discovery when you're when you're going through, you know, these parts of the neighborhood. And I think there's also a little bit of, um, you know, lo- loyalty or, you know, like when you when you bump into, you know, the restaurant owner when you're out just doing your groceries, groceries or whatever, yeah. you're like, yeah, I'm going to support that guy because yeah. he's a, you know, he's a regular, he's a regular human guy getting, you know, getting on with life, doing his thing, yeah. not some big chain corporation that, you know, uh, is just selling chicken fingers or yeah. whatever. So honestly, I really, uh, I really like it out there. That's and I, I kind of oh. knew because George always, I feel had this, like this hesitation to go too far <laughs> East. Cause he was like, he was living his King West life back Listen, in I'm those cultured. days. I'm cultured. I go all over the city. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, if we're going to drag him out to the East end, it needs to be a good spot. It needs yeah. to be a good it was, night. Honestly, and, I and I think that changed. I think that might've changed your mind a little bit. Well, we did it another time after that. We did the, the uh, brewery, like pub crawl brewery tour. we've done brewery yeah, tour we've no. done a lot of uh, also for everyone listening we don't just go out and drink we've gone to like dinners and like we went yeah, to prohibition yeah. we do dinner. have food we do yeah. have some normal food <laughs> nights but the, the brewery tour was cool because there's like seven breweries in the east end there's yeah there's and there's like uh, it's a pretty how sim- big are they like just like they're, small they're all like they're all like you know local micro breweries yeah. or maybe they're i don't know what the classification is but they're smaller guys small. it's like kind of got- like maverick was in the west end if you guys know what maverick yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Um, but you've got like left yeah, yeah. field. Left field has a really that cool spot, sick. and they're a baseball theme. And they're not even paying us for these shoutouts, guys. Yeah. Left field brew is the first one we went to. It literally feels so like they have like a like an old antique type scoreboard, I believe. Yeah, yeah. And they post like the scores, like so you be watching like if the Jays play, they'll like have a scoreboard flipping as the score goes. Like a person goes and manually flips. I don't, I don't know. know. I think it might be just be just displayed. for decoration. But, but if you feel sick. like you're at a ballpark and it's it's in a back alley. You I didn't even know it was there. Yeah, and it, and it, they've got like all their beers are like baseball themed. <laughs> So if you like look up any of the names of their beers, and I'm not a big baseball guy, but I'm like uh, like third think, base, w- w- yeah. Well, I think Hold one on. of them's Go Ahead or um, Laser Show and, and things like this. So these are like, Play on ba- words, like baseball terminology yeah. that that they've kind of factored in. You've got Godspeed, which which is like I guess it's. Um, it's Japanese inspired, so they have a lot of Japanese ingredients. Uh, you know, there's a, a green tea beer that they do, um, and you What's know, a green tea beer. Like? So it it's pretty Mark's good. Like, had it. Yeah, um, but but there's like you have all of these. There's probably like um, you know probably eight or nine breweries. You go down. There's Radical Road. Uh, Rorschach is pretty cool. Rorschach's cool. Um, then you've got Black Lab. Um, What's the one on Queen? Is it Rorschach's on Queen? No, uh, Rorschach that has is the big on, front. Like the Rorschach big- is on Eastern, um, uh, and I think 
Uh, we ran by one of the ones when we were doing our Radical marathon. Road is on Queen. That's the one I think we um, You have Eastbound, which is on Queen. That's at Queen and Broadview. Salter Street is a cool one because it's like it's tucked away in the back. So uh, you're like, talk about date spots. You're walking down. You're like, hey, <laughs> let me take you to a brewery. And then you walk down this dark <laughs> alley. And it's like, What's that uh, one called? Do not go there. <laughs> <laughs> but that, First but, date. But absolutely that, not. It was a good then, callback. But, like, but, you, brought the, you brought that one back there. But, but then like, then the... Uh, like the alleyway opens up and they've got this the this patio and and um, it's it's a really cool spot yeah. kind of quaint tucked in, um, and then uh, then if you cross the bridge a little bit further there's you've got Long Slice Brewery they've opened a place in the Canary District called uh, the Aviary so it's like a brew pub we've been, I think we went there for yeah, yeah 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 and those guys do really good beer um, burgers and are good the burgers are good Smash Burgers are great and like the two brothers that run that that do the brewing and I, I guess it's uh, there's three three guys i think sebastian jimmy and and john and and like they're they're great guys like those are the type of guys that like i wish i had them as my friends like yeah. on my rolodex like <laughs> hey i want to hang out with you guys because you're just cool you yeah. know <laughs> and you and you, and you make beer so yeah. like you know <laughs> it's perfect you know um so so there's like that there's this whole pocket and, and everyone seems to be really supportive and, and you know and they they look out for each other and they um, you know, and you saw that with a lot of the restaurants, they're sourcing, you know, their beers from left yeah, field and, and things like that. Oh, I forgot Aveling as well. Um, that's a brewery so that many. opened up. They've got a rooftop patio or a rooftop garden where they grow all their ingredients oh, that's and they, they, they put that Come into on. their food. So I want to ask, what's your favorite patio in the East End? A favorite patio. Why are you uh, thinking of that? The only heart thing that sucks is like, see, talking about this is like, you think about this and like, it's winter now and stuff, so you, people don't go out in general as much, but like, didn't get the experience that no, as December's much as summer. normally like, a good month. For the I'm saying like, industry, when yeah. we used to do these like, you know, like beer tours or even yeah. going for dinner and stuff, like, man, uh, you know, good old days. <laughs> um, yeah, favorite patio. Mask, pat what was a mask? <laughs> favorite patio? I don't know. There's too many good ones. There's like, most of the, the, the places on, uh, on Queen Street usually have have a good patio because it's like it's a building that like was probably intended for residential but then they've converted it into a restaurant or yeah, whatever yeah. and so you just go out and they've got some some yeah there's too many too many yeah. to name it's a good question but it's impossible to answer you know it's funny it's kind of like my uh being kind of like naive when I was younger so Danforth is obviously like when I was young being from the west end I didn't realize like where Danforth is in relation to the city I just knew like Danforth but you don't realize it's really just off extension off Bloor like Yorkville and all and like this area is down just south of it <clears throat> so I remember the first time I went out there we were out I think we ended up on Danforth that maybe like some place or something and I didn't realize like how much is this, this community behind there. Like when I grew up, I just thought everything behind Danforth was like lake or beaches or like nothing. nothing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, just Greek town exists, nothing else. But it's because I would go like my classic dad, there. No, yeah. but because I was nothing so, else matters. Yeah, like, Danforth no, is the matters, center of I the universe. Nothing existed there because I just assumed Danforth was in the middle of nowhere. That was so far east to me as a kid. I grew up in Mississauga. Like I would go to Scarborough, but again, like you just jump off the DVP and there's thing. And it's very interesting because even now, like. Honestly, I find Danforth has been pretty cool. Like, there's some bars opening up there, restaurants, just that that whole East End. I mean, I, Dan I like Danforth. It a lot. Danforth is changing. Like, there, there's. I think you're starting to see some some vacancy. But you I know that's, that that's kind of the nature of of kind of any um, neighborhood. Yeah. It, it's not. I, I, it's not necessarily like a. a purely greek neighborhood anymore no. so, so you're getting you know um other types of restaurants and things in there and you know i think that's fine because and i don't i wasn't around for this but greek town didn't always used to be on the danforth 
Really? Right? Yeah, Greektown used to be like elsewhere in the city. I, like, I want to say, like, I, I don't even know. But I, I didn't know like, that. years and years, years ago, yeah. that's not where Greektown was. We got sent so, out. Like, we want these guys get them off yeah, the like, outskirts. Yeah, yeah. Put them in the east. <laughs> Um, the only thing I, I don't venture to Danforth too often, but just for Danforth Music Hall when they have good shows out there. Oh, that's a great venue. Yeah, yeah it's, it honestly been. is, and I just know I don't go because it's so far. Even from oh, yeah? downtown, I still think it's far. Didn't you go to one like last year or something? I or? saw Rufus the Soul there, which was sick. Went by myself, had a blast. <laughs> um, I saw <laughs> I Dennis think. Lloyd there. I think. Oh, sick! Is that the guy who wore the Toronto jersey or something? You said. Yeah, and he wore it for like a week straight after someone gave it to him. <laughs> it <was> so sick. <laughs> I ended up seeing uh, Great Lake Swimmers at. Um, at the Danforth Music Hall. I assume those are not swimmers. They're a band. It's a band, yeah. Um, <laughs> Astute observation, George. <laughs> Thank you, Ricky. Yeah, I know. It's, it's these guys in a pool and they're just swimming <laughs> they just for like swimming our entertainment. They go watch yeah, them on a screen. They're it, swimming in Lake Ontario. <laughs> um, Live but, stream. But the acoustics in that place um, just play, like, just went so well with, with that <laughs> style of music. And um, uh, yeah, Danforth, is, is a, it's a great venue. I love going there. You've been to a lot of like I don't know if you know this. So Mark is, is bit, you're beginning like um, and metal. You can concerts, say it. You can screamo, say it. Yeah. Metal concerts, metal hardcore. Yeah. 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 So you've been to some like some venues that typically are like I guess what more like divey type venues. Grungy. Yeah, Grungy. yeah. Like hard lux, hard lux. Uh, it's um, I've seen a few shows there. I, I there was this band Let Live played, um, and Let Live is a band from I think they're from California. And their lead singer is like crazy. If you see him at any festivals, this guy is climbing like 60 feet in the air on top of like, and he'll be performing like from the top of there. His, his mic cable is, is like, like a kilometer long, I think. <laughs> a kilometer long. Um, and um, they, didn't, they don't have wireless. Hey? <laughs> no, no, no. They go well, old school. So, and I've seen them play a few times, but I remember at Hard Luck, this guy was getting like, the, the crowd was like throwing him up and he was like smashing through the ceiling and then... And then other people were smashing through the ceiling. So, like, the whole ceiling's basically caving in. <laughs> and then they're like, uh, and then he gets on the mic. He's like, all right, guys, we got to stop destroying the ceiling or they're going to they're gonna stop the show. And we're like, all right, no one's going to destroy the ceiling anymore. Half of it's, like, on the ground. But, uh, you know, um, so, yeah. And I was I was thinking about, about that today because I, I suspected that you might bring up my metal proclivity. I, I honestly had no intention uh, of doing it, but we're talking about concerts. So yeah. I'm still waiting to see what you were going to hit us with at the beginning. Oh, I want to get to that yeah, next. Yeah. I got but but I was thinking about segue. this, and it's like I'm not like a, a super massive guy, and so you go to some of these shows, and they got circle pits and walls of death and all this this crazy stuff. And I've only like been in a, a mosh pit or a circle pit a couple of times because usually you got guys in there that are just bruisers, and and like they just crush people. And now the crazy thing about it is like that as aggressive as the music is. Um, it's such a supportive like community. So when you're like when someone's in a circle pit, if they see someone go down, people will stop and pick that person up. And that 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 is the like that's the norm. That's the expectation. And so it's like you might be in the middle of a pit, and it, like from the outside looking in, it looks absolutely crazy. Um, but you go in there, and it's like I've only been in a pit a few times, but. Every time I've been in there, despite the fact there's flailing you know arms <laughs> and people getting crushed, it's like it's actually a pretty safe place to be because people <laughs> inside the pit. It makes no sense when uh, you say it out loud. I'm laughing because you should take Rick to one of these shows and give him some some uh, mosh pit. Maybe not Rick per se because it wasn't really you, <laughs> but Rick needs some mosh pit 101 lessons. Because I, I don't even know how to. I just Mark, like I just try Mark, to. Like, have you ever my heard teeth. my story from Switzerland? No, please. From tell. Zurich. Zurich. So we're you know a couple pops deep. 
and we're, we're having a good time. Open air at open, open air, air festival. Yeah. So and I think it was like um, Dylan Francis or someone. Yeah, like it's not a big festival, but like Mumford and Sons headline. Yeah, but the show we were, the, the DJ we were watching like, someone yeah. like Dylan not Francis. A, not a hardcore show. No, like electronic, no, was, yeah, no, like, like a hardcore yeah. electronic, right? So whatever, there's like this big mosh pit, and I'm like tarps off in there, and I'm like controlling this thing. I'm bouncing off walls, tossing people left, tossing people right. Crazy looks at me. I'm going in. I was like, Don't go in, I'm man. Going in. I'm I, going. I, I, yeah, I hold on to my stuff. I think I have a video of this. Yeah, like, I'm I was going like in. running the mosh pit at this point. I'm in like just this <laughs> the, is my mosh. The pit. captain of the mosh pit. Yeah, 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 I was like the captain, and the guy had a pinata, so and he was like walking kind of like into the mosh pit. So I was like, Oh man, I got. It. So I grabbed the pinata. And I went to put it on the floor so we could all like mosh pit with this pinata kind of thing. In my head, it was a great idea at the time. Looking back, <laughs> terrible idea. So we're all like kind of about to mosh pit. I put the pinata on the floor. Some other kid goes to kick it. But in kicking the pinata, his knee, uh, his shin swiped my nose like clean. Like just ah. shin right across my nose. Rick doesn't have so a small were, so nose. You were, you were still down. I'm like, like you were bending over, it. bending oh, so, over. So you're like the place kicker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he kicked you in the face. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. basically. <laughs> so I instantly got up. Just and I'm tarpless. Like again, sweating, drunk, blood all over. Like just instant blood gushing yeah. ever. So you I get up. up. <laughs> yeah, I get up and I just look straight. I'm like, you kicked me. He's like, no, I boom, punch this guy in the face. And I've never. Fully punch somebody. I don't in the think face. you punch. You punch him in the face or like the uh, shoulder. No, or I punch this guy in the face because oh, he shit. starts to like buckle down, and then his buddy looks at me and says, like, "No, no, it wasn't." I'm like, "It was fucking you." Boom! <laughs> punch this kid, and then I'm like, "All right, oh, where's George? I gotta go find George. I don't know where." I was. So it's going. I go see George. He's like, "Man, what happened?" I'm like, "Long story short, got kicked in the face. Guy tried to hit a pinata. Mosh pit. It was nuts." And, <laughs> yeah. then, oh, and, and then I had to try to realize no, I've never yeah. done that before. That's, Didn't do it right. That's basically like every hardcore show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, somebody yeah, always nuts. gets hit in the face. Like, and depending on what band you're going to see, you're like, okay, there's gonna be chicklets on the floor tonight. Like, come on, for sure. You know what? I was, I'm happy as my nose instead of my teeth. Yeah. That's and that's all, why like, I stay. Out, that that's like, why I stay out of the pit. For it's sure, like, no. It's it's yeah yeah um, I'm not a, I'm not but, a mosh but there's guy. like there's this there's this not anymore neither am I <laughs> yeah right <laughs> there's that, a whole edit now to it. <laughs> bet so um I'm gonna ask what I want to ask it for because I was I was gonna start with this and it kind of segues into something because I have a question for you Mark have you guys watched We Are the Champions on Netflix yeah yeah that's uh, a great so show funny. I was literally gonna text you to watch it a week ago I I, I, watched, I watched it about around that time too. Okay, which episode are you going to talk about? Well, I watched, I let it play one day. I was working and I was letting it play in the background. But Can the we one talk I watched, about cheese rolling, please? Okay, that one. Okay. Or the pepper one? So yeah. that's why I'm asking. Pe oh, pepper oh, the one pepper one. Okay, I'll, we can talk about it. But the reason I'm asking. I'm okay, thank you. Rick, so you know why I'm asking is because Mark grows, uh, what, ghost reaper peppers or some, some crazy on your balcony? I, Carolina reaper. On his balcony. Last time I was over, we we're having a, like a couple glasses of scotch and he thinks we go outside. And he's like, check these peppers out. Dude, they're so scary looking. They're like, well, I should have brought right some then. hot sauce. I should have brought some hot sauce. Let you try as it. As soon as I watched, so the reason I wanted to bring this up is because as soon as I watched that show, I thought it was cool, honestly. Like that, that, that fact that people like will, will risk that pain they do for $1,000 and like the fame of it, eat those peppers. I'm watching, I'm like, Mark has these peppers. Yeah. But like, the, um, and so I think. If you look at like the guy who was growing all the peppers that started the that started the the whole contest, um, that guy the way he grows peppers like he's got them in greenhouses and stuff like that and he's breeding peppers he's a, he's the guy's a master at what yeah. he does. Um, I can't you even say he's the best in the world. Yeah, it, it's yeah. it's it's crazy. Um, but like. Yeah, so I grew some of those. I don't think mine are as hot as the ones that he grows. Which ones exactly do you have? Uh, I you grow have two, right? I, I grow Carolina Reaper. 
um, which used to be the hottest pepper in the world up so until they infused it with the other one. Well, yeah. So that's what the they do. Reaper so, something? but but like every year, like the ghost pepper. Um, which now McDonald's has it on their menu occasionally. That, yeah, that, they, that's the Americanized, like... <laughs> but that used to be the hottest pepper in the world a few years ago, and then they bred that with another one. Uh, I think it was a... Um, Imagine a you're a pepper, pepper breeder. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, very, very niche market. Yeah. but Apparently Not, not anymore. No, sorry. Not yeah. anymore. But like... But like every year, like the 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 world record changes. So I think the pepper Sco- now... Like can, can, can we do a fact check oh, on this? Wow. First time Jordan fact check Mark, us. you're yeah. good at this. You really should have your own podcast. Thank you. Thank you. That hey, was slick. What do, you, what do you want her to fact check? Okay. Can you type in pepper X? Oh, it, that's the one at the end, right? It should be... I think, if I'm correct, that is the world's hottest pepper as of today's date. Uh, up until, Mark, you was, know. Honestly, I'm like, that was very I slick. Like that. That was the first time anybody's <laughs> can, ever done that. Can, you, that's, well, can we get a fact sure? check? That's what we got you. Okay, well, I was just looking that up. Um, so, but didn't they show Pepper X at the end of this? We are the champions? Maybe. I didn't. I didn't end up seeing the end of that episode. Oh, did you watch them when they, the guy at the end eats it and the guy win, like, wins it? That is the hottest one. What is right? it? Pepper, pepper X. X. What's like, the, they what, is there a Scoville number? It's like probably 1.4, 1.5 million Scovilles. No, it's got to be more than that. 3 million. 3 million, 100. What? No. Did you know? Big deal. Did you no, guess? I watched the show. Oh, okay. <laughs> it says towards like, the end. Oh, like, what a guess, man. One of the hard, like craziest ones is like. <laughs> this guy's a pepper aficionado. Yeah, and like commercial no, grade I'm pepper spray not. is like 2 million or something. Yeah, that's what they said. So that's it's, so it's pretty wild. Did you see it? Tor- okay, so I don't want to give it away too much, but. Well, no. You know what? Wait. Spoiler alerts. Yeah. If you, if you, if Fast you, forward like five, yeah. two minutes if you don't want to hear well, yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, a couple minutes here. So if you don't, if you don't want it to be ruined for you, we won't talk about who won. No, but we're gonna talk about the show. Yeah. So if you haven't it, watched it, pause this now. Go watch it. Come back. Yeah. So it's it's called We Are the Champions. I think it's episode four is about the pepper eating. So well, this the, wait, that was the first one. Was the pepper eating? No, the first one was the cheese rolling. That girl with the girl yeah. with the crazy shoulder. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Anyway, sorry. Continue. Sorry. So I'm watching this and I'm thinking, okay, the first one. This guy's talking. This. Pepper goat bearder, uh, breeder kind of guy. He's talking about how no one's going to stand these peppers, blah, blah. And they're showing all the people, right? And they're showing, like, some of them look like they could eat whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then towards the end, no, like, there's four people that haven't bowed, that, bowed down yet. That's crazy. Like, I saw that. Nuts. That was nuts. And then they do the speed round. And you have the one Indian <laughs> lady with the crazy like, teeth. Guy, no, she's British. Guy, guy with, the teeth, no. with the teeth. Yeah, yeah. Because she said, my British teeth. Hinder me from the speed. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I've never heard that. No, no, that's, like, oh, that's, that's Brit- hilarious. Uh, my British teeth are a disadvantage. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Because she had funny. chompers. <laughs> <laughs> like, not good ones. So they're going through it, and you see this girl crying, and you have the one dude on the end not even sweating. That's the big guy. Yeah, like the, the dude. That's Wasn't even sweating. Backwards hat on, just staring at people at... Yeah, he was being cocky about it. Yeah, yeah. but he knew that's he was so going to win. Yeah. you can do that. He ha- must have, like, no taste buds at all, like... Inner like esophagus outline, yeah. Like, so, insane. so I remember um, I had a buddy that was going to school in uh, in Detroit, and so we would go down and visit him. I I looked up this place; it was on Man versus Food, and they they served up. Jordan, can you check, <coughs> check the screen? They they served up like the world's largest burger. They hold they held the Guinness record for it. It's like this. They basically fill like a, this giant pot with ground beef and make a burger out of it and it, it it's it's like a two thousand dollar challenge basically you get 20 of your buddies together and you're supposed to you know mouth through this giant burger they GB2, have be two man where are you at <laughs> he could 
sure. so so but they also had this other thing um called the hellfire hat trick and you know i think i've heard this i I, i've been to like you know any wing rest any wing place i go to or anywhere there's you know hot food i'm always like yeah give me the hottest you got and so like around toronto and durham and wherever i'd been yeah okay no problem eating so duff's armageddon it's hot and it's it's not, it's not, it's not always know, comfortable. I, mean, I probably knew this, but I didn't know you can handle that hot. Because like you know our buddy DB. Yeah. So DB is like that. Like he asks, we go to like he orders like suicide and a side of suicide. Yeah, but at, that's at St. Louis. I don't, at Duff's. I don't think he does Armageddon. I think he does the Armageddon on the side and dips it in. Oh yeah. Bit. Yeah. So, so like oh, so it, Armageddon's crazy. It's it's tried it? it's hot. Yeah, like terrible. Oh, it's like hot. It's not it's not comfortable. But yeah. for people who like spicy food. It's cool, right? Yeah. So I figured, hey, I've kind of done everything I needed to do in, in Toronto, tried all the hottest food. and I got to venture out. Yeah. And so I, I, I go down to, to this place, Mally's, and, you know, it's in Detroit or just outside of Detroit. Wait, did you go there just for this? Or you no, we were in something? Detroit oh, okay. visiting my buddy, and we said, hey, let's make a stop there. We'll go to the see a Red Wings game after. So we had a whole day planned. And so... um. So as I started doing research on this challenge, um, I figured like, okay, so it's it's a, a pound of wings, a bowl of chili, and a burger, which basically just has some chili on top of it. Um, but they make it with this with this Hellfire sauce, which is supposed to be really hot. And I'm saying to myself, well, that's a lot of food, and you know maybe that's why nobody really finishes the challenge because like. It's just a ton of food, and I wasn't concerned so much about eating all the food, but I wanted to try the try the the heat and see see if I could handle it. So they bring out the wings, they bring out the uh, the the burger, they bring out the chili, and I think I did a scoop of chili of the chili, and then I took a bite of the burger, and then I was I was crushed. I I was just like can you get me something to drink? And the waitress is just like, you know, casually walking <laughs> over, over and I'm just like, get me something to drink. I'm, I'm literally reaching across the table um, and grabbing my, my friend's drinks and like just chugging them because it was so hot. And she's like, so I say, hey, can you bring me some milk or bring me something? She, and she's like, but you're going to lose the challenge. I was like, I don't care about the challenge anymore. <laughs> bring me something Lady, to drink. I'm dying. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so... So like by by the you know so she brings some drinks out anyway by the time I was kind of done with all the drinks on the table if you looked at the table in front of me it was just a bunch of empty glasses so I had consumed probably like 10 liters of liquid just to try flushing out this heat and it was like it was still burning it was terrible and this is off one scoop of chili and a bite of a burger and it was it was terrible and so now my stomach is full of full of liquid and and it can't hold any more liquid and so i end up going to the washroom i got sick and i and like all this liquid came oh. out right now the thing is burning it, on the way it's up. burning on the way up too <laughs> like dragon's breath right fire. yeah yeah it, so so now not only are my intestines on fire now my my whole face my whole nasal oh, cavity out, yeah. is, and then he is, touched his eyes is on fire and i like i get out of the stall and i remember and then you just have like the chef or the cook He's there like washing his hands like, and uh-huh. he like, he looks at me. He's like, oh yeah. He's like, you're the guy that ordered that. And I was like, yeah. He's like, he just like shook his head at me and then walked out. He was so like, because what ends up happening, it's so hot. They have to actually clean the entire grill 
before they can prepare other food on it again. Really? So just as a function of doing this challenge, this guy had to clean clean the grill. Now, I wasn't the only guy doing the challenge. I looked across, and there was a, a booth like a few feet over, and there's a guy in there. I, I remember him so vividly. He was like this bald bald um red-headed guy he had a, a beard and he he had powered through the wings but he was basically just sitting there and he was shaking so he was done the the, the pound of wings which i don't even know how he got that far into it and he was just shaking Actually, and you know he was on the netflix I, series a couple I'm, years later. I'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure he died because it, it, it was <laughs> like <gonna> <laughs> Like his his girlfriend, his girlfriend uh, that he was. I'm laughable. The way you said that was. I didn't his girlfriend that. was like looking at him. It's she so was she thing. was really concerned in this guy, and I was just. And so this is brutal. And so we left. We had to go to the. We had tickets for the Detroit you Red Wings game, game after that. So okay, well that was at like that was lunch. That was like one o'clock. The game started at seven. So I get in the car and we're driving out. I don't know where to the next place. Whatever was on our agenda. And I'm literally hunched over in the car and I'm in excruciating pain. I felt like I had, I, I had a razor blade in my, um, in my intestines and that persisted for the next six hours. I got to the game. Like I, 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 I like crawled, crawled into, <laughs> into the game and I was hunched over and like the only, the only reprieve I got was like when I fell asleep in the middle of the game. Cause I was in so much pain. I was just like, I just went to sleep for half an hour and I was like, maybe Come the pain on. will go away. And then I woke up and it was slightly <laughs> better, but it was literally the worst hot food experience in my life. Would I do it again? No. If you I could go back in time, <laughs> I would still do it. You know, I wouldn't change the fact that I did it. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's like, if anyone can do that, like my hat's off to you. And do you know how hot it was on a school? Like, uh, it just, I I, I don't even know the school field. Scoville. Scoville. Scoville, Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know how hot it was, but. It was not nice. Well, sorry. And then back to the question. So you, have you tried your own, the peppers you made? Yeah, it's not as hot as I thought it was going to be. The peppers you made? Yeah. That's so I made a hot through. sauce um, with, I, I, I had a Those really, are Reapers, right? Yeah. They're they're pretty hot, but it but like. this thing in Detroit was hotter than that. Oh, yeah. Like oh, by, by, sure. by, by like, by a hundred times. Like the hottest thing. What peppers the, the, hardest, the hottest thing I ever had was I was at uh, Duff's once. And someone's like, you got to try the Armageddon, blah, blah, blah. So I got a pound of my regular wings and a, a friend, like we, a bunch of us all split this a pound of Armageddon just to see. So we all ate our food and then we're like, okay, we'll start. I was the first one to go. So the thing is you don't realize it right away. So you can like, I had a good bite. I'm like, okay, I'm okay. Have another bite. Okay, third bite, chicken wings done basically. Yeah. So I have it on my, it's not too bad. As soon as I said, it's not too bad, oh, down my throat. And I'm like, oh my God. And I was like, okay, give me the water. So you start chugging water. And it's like, again, second glass of water. Then I was like, milk's the answer. You need milk. I'm like, all right, give me the milk. Grab the milk, chug a glass of milk. Nothing works. Mind you, but I'm two glass, like you said, two glasses of water deep plus a glass of milk deep. Plus a pound of chicken wings or probably two pounds. Cause yeah, yeah. You know, I like chicken wings. So I'm two, <laughs> pounds, like of, yeah, two pounds of wings deep, two glasses of water, a glass of milk. And I'm like, okay, I'm dying now. I'm not, I'm just so full. Exactly. She so go to the bathroom. I got bad heartburn. Most yeah, of my yeah. good friends know. So obviously it's coming right back up. Yeah. Like, same exact same scenario. So I'm in the bathroom at Duff's eyes. Just like bloodshot out. Yeah, sticking yeah. out of my <laughs> face. Like, <laughs> and, you know what I mean? Like fully sticking out of my face. And I remember getting up and I'm wiping my my tongue and the inside of my mouth with napkins. So I'm like, that'll fix my mouth. And I just got to deal with like my 
my <laughs> the rest Ricky of your solved the, just, solve the problem yeah, and it stayed how to how to get rid of hot yeah he just like start licking napkins. napkins yeah, yeah. yeah that's soap and water doing, I heard works too honestly it was terrible mine only lasted thank god maybe like an hour yeah but it was absolutely terrible and like I'm looking at the wall of all the people who had finished a pound of Armageddon wings and I'm like man these guys are animals yeah so I have a question about that and I don't know if you would know the answer if you eat hot wings, because I've, I've I can do hot, but I don't go hot. I mean, I I probably could do it. I, I just do don't like I don't ranch. I don't like the thought of dealing with it. I just rather not endure that. But if you're at that point, so say you like scarfed on Armageddon and you have three and they're hot, but the challenge is to eat seven or t- uh, like a dozen, whatever a pound. At that point, does the pain get worse or is it ne- is it not like are you just in so much pain you just don't want to keep going? But if you keep eating them, the Scoville units don't increase. As you eat, right? Yeah, so yeah. I, so, like, is the does the pain like accumulate? Exactly. Um, That's what I, w- I wonder. I don't know. Hey, I, I, can we Google that? I, I would think it would get worse. Can we Google does? Uh, I don't. Can I, how can you Google that? Uh, oh, that's a, you know that's, what? I ruined it. Mark had a good Google. I have so, a bad Google. <laughs> I think it would get worse. I'm not good at this. I'm, I'm just learning. Hey, leave leave the fact checking to me, okay? <laughs> yeah, the the hey. thing about eating chicken wings, right? <clears throat> when you eat one, it goes down your throat, but then it's going down your throat. <clears throat> going down your throat with all the other like juices and fluids of your body. So if you had more, I think it would cover more of your inner lining, and that's what but makes but, it burn, but no? like but you, like it's, it's, where you feel where you mouth. feel heat the most is in your mouth. I know yeah. sometimes your right? stomach and your, yeah and you can you can feel it gets warm, but, but most of the, the yeah because yeah it you gets, get a taste buds yeah yeah right it's more sensitive more nervous. Um, you actually know because think about when it gets really hot. Do you see that? Remember we are the champions. Everyone's stomachs. That's like listen, that's gonna cause you ulcer and acid reflux at that point. Like that's but that's like. They probably peppers they ate. They probably ingested like a hundred million Scoville. It's stupid and like just eating raw pepper like that. So when I made this hot sauce, how can that even taste good? It's not. I don't think it's low. May not that level for taste. Like hot sauce has good taste. No, those those peppers. They're like peppers are fruit. It has some of those peppers have really good flavor. No, it's the fruit. Peppers are fruit. I think so. Fact Fact check. check. (laughs) (laughs) We all we all looked (laughs) at. Damn it! Yeah, oh. so it's, it's a. I should know this. I'm here, like a, like a uh, acting like I'm a pepper expert, and yeah. like I don't even know if you it's just a food lost or a all, all the viewers are saying I have this. no credibility. Cool. Like, wow, well, Mark's a genius. Now they're like, this guy yeah, know, uh, his uh, yeah. Specialty. And yeah, he grows them. I turn yeah. it off the podcast right Mark's now. Been, Mark's been on his pie. He's like, you guys are good fruits. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nurturing his nurturing his fruits, nurturing my fruits. Yeah. Sorry. So you're saying what the sauce you made? Oh yeah, it was funny when I was making it. So basically, what I did. Um, you, you make a little bit of a, a stalk or a broth. Um, so I boiled some garlic, carrots and onions. Uh, and so you boil that and then you're supposed to like chop up the peppers, take out the seeds and then boil that for a little bit. Then you mix it all together, add some lime juice and some water, blend it up and then you get your sauce. That's this particular recipe. So, so I cut up all these peppers and Uh, Then I started boiling them and so now you have this, you know, this hot water and you know Like when you strain things out like the steam Steam. comes off So my brother was in the kitchen. He was like working on the table. I was at the you know at the stove and so I so I empty these uh, The peppers into the colander and all the steam starts coming off We both start like coughing and choking because all the all the like the capsation is being released now in in vapor or steam form (laughs) And we're just like we're just coughing Yeah, we're coughing and dying and then we're like, oh god, we're gonna get a report from the uh from from the condo, you know that there's like obnoxious fumes. Someone's gonna call the police or something. But uh, can't yeah. homemade pepper spray. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it, it was brutal. It was brutal. Is it true that uh, the um, the seeds are the hottest part? 
That's what they say. I, I left them in. They On the hot sauces, they tell you to take them out. I just like put them all in there. Just <laughs> cut the stems off and then toss Mark them in. Mark is so reckless. Yeah. I love it. Mark's like, these fruit got great seeds. Yeah, the, yeah. you know, we treat it like a fruit, you know? Um, just to finish up on this thing of uh, on... Um we We've covered champions. a lot of ground so far. We're the champions. I have one more thing I want to get into. I want to get Mark's real area of expertise. But one of the things on We're the Champions, I can't remember the other ones I watched. I think I stopped on the yo-yo one. But that cheese rolling is so insane. You, you know what? Have you been, you've been to Scotland. Is it Scotland? Uh, I think it, or it may, I think Wales? it was England. Yeah, it was England or Wales, something like yeah. that. I have Wales, Wales. I think it's Wales. I, I don't know. It's, Anyways, but you've been. I watched yeah, that. Yeah. That was the one I watched. I didn't really have it on. I was just had it on the background, kind of like. I'm assuming you scene. didn't go to where this this. No, I didn't hill. do cheese rolling. No, but the cheese rolling. Would you wait? Well, let me ask you. Would you ever do it? Would you? I was in thinking that? about. Yeah, I would. I would. <laughs> I wouldn't. I, would, I wouldn't go ham like you have to do. I yeah, wouldn't yeah. go ham like that champion, but I'd probably. I'd probably yeah. do a little. I'd go like you know maybe, like, in terms of like risking it, I'd maybe go like <laughs> five out of ten. You know. But you know, would I you don't, do it, Rick? Would no, you do it? no. Well, because first off, if I'm doing something, I want to win. That there's there's no way I could win. It just seems so like, scary. You see like, these people like they actually have zero care for their you body. They just toss themselves down. Like I think you see the strategy the guy, like the, the expert guy teaching yeah, strategy. Yeah, like, it, you gotta like roll and and like and yeah, you so, need to, you so need funny. to jump out of the yeah. roll. And like, seems worse to do that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I thought? Because you know those people that go down a big hill, they'll backflip all the way down. I'm like, can't there? Isn't there some gymnast somewhere in the world? But then I think it's crazy because. I'm not the first person or only person who thought about that. It's probably not quicker than tossing yourself down like that. No, no. Tossing yourself down is the quickest way to get down a hill. Obviously, based off if you yeah. watch the show. Didn't that guy win like what ten years in a row? Insane. And it was crazy. Like they what? get up and they kind of look normal. It's not well, like they got broken noses crazy and like sport. But, missing but, teeth and shit. Like, did you see the uh, the frog jumping one? No, no. Okay, so what really struck me about this show is that you have this. There's this whole culture that forms around this so so in the frog jumping one the guy was like an it security specialist what do you mean frog jumping? frog jumping like so, so frog yeah, so they get a frog no, and they, oh, they they draw they draw like these concentric circles oh. and then they basically need to like coach the frog so they like slap behind the frog and then it jumps, jumps okay. and so you have basically um three of the frogs i would jump. love to see the show notes on this episode yeah <laughs> so so you need to you need to get like th the the frog can jump three times and then whatever that distance it reaches so you want it to get three big jumps the the, the record sport. the record is like twenty one feet or something so a frog jumped you know arguably like, he jumped seven feet three times in a row oh in yeah. a straight line um, so that's like the record but but like I said, what really struck me is like the the culture and like the the heritage. It's it's this really weird subculture. So this guy's like an IT specialist, but his entire family does frog jumping. When he's not at work, he's with his family catching frogs, frogs training frogs. You know, um, what country, you know what country this is? The in? United States. It's what? Like, yeah. Hey, hey, babe, what are you doing this week? <laughs> oh, sorry, I can't hang out. I'm frog jumping. Yeah, like no, but like, can you imagine? Like, like I know everyone has hobbies, but imagine your hobby was like, oh, what are you doing this? Like, I, I picture this like a conversation happening in the office. Oh, how was your weekend, Fred? Well, you know, mine was pretty good. I, you know, took the kids to the park, this and that. What about yours? Well, you know, I was uh, catching frogs at the turnpike, <laughs> and you know, we got we got a couple eight footers. They were making big jumps. We got the whole team ready. You know, it's frog jumping time you know we got a big tournament to prepare for
for a week and a half from now, you know? And you know like, what's funny, though? You know what's funny? If Netflix was not around, we would, would know still nothing. be in obscurity. And because of Netflix, how many different industries are getting insights into? Uh, fun fact, actually. So when I watched the Pepper thing, my first thing was, I need to get this Pepper dude on the podcast. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, we have the expert Pepper guy here. I'm yeah, yeah. The, the fruit Pepper. Apparently not. <laughs> yeah, the fruit Pepper. Gonna, they're going to uh, fact check us. Yeah, this so guy talking. My, my misinformation campaign yeah. about peppers being fruits is, you know, effectively. Yeah. It's going to get flagged. It is Wait, a fruit? Wait, what? Wait, we actually look so, it up. Wait, so how did we have a wrong... Wait, oh. Jordan! Wait, so... Wait, wait. <laughs> wait. So it's it a is fruit. a fruit? A pepper's my, a fruit. My fact checking. Yes. Hey, you can't, you can't, make, you can't make us look bad like this. Yeah. <laughs> that's wow, that's crazy. We're like, is it a vegetable? It's a vegetable. <laughs> Five minutes later, I'm two for this two, guys. I'm is, two for two. This episode is just um, like so all wait, over. Wait, I love the it. Fun, the pepper dude, the guy that so you are in fact the extra pepper yeah. guy. So the guy that won, people I, are I, gonna be like live. Sorry, live it that whole ten minutes. Be like, he's right, he's right. In the comment section, Bishaw, but those are idiots. But, but and then you, now it comes to the end. They're like, we knew it. Did you see how easily like I rolled over on that one though? You're like, no, but you you're see, like, yeah, you're yeah. like, it's a vegetable. And then we get the uh, misinformation campaign over here. <laughs> Fake news. It's a vegetable. Okay, I guess it's a vegetable then. I'm not yeah. going to argue. This is your house. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to... Apparently, well, apparently not. not really us three. Are, we're three not very smart people. <laughs> so... You should have a podcast. Yeah. This uh, this pepper dude, I googled him, and like you would think the he'd winner, be, yeah, the winner. You would think it'd be so easy to find this dude on Google. Like there'd be a million articles. You think he's getting interviewed left, right, and center. Well, you forgot the thing's about two years old. We are the champions. It is. Yeah, it's two years old. I think. I thought it just came no. Out. Listen, if they had Pepper Maybe X, it just came out be. on Netflix. But I think it's old. Well, some of those episodes maybe, yeah, but the, the pe Pepper X just came out like a, a few months ago. Okay, I so, believe I believe the Pepper X. So maybe, so maybe they the other, they added that. Yeah. Can you find out when where the champions is produced? This is yeah. this is good. Thank so you. we uh, so check, check, dude, double check this one. I, I thought he would be super famous and like crazy, but no, his Instagram had like five thousand followers. Reached out to him, he ignored me. Well, he didn't see it, so I'm not saying he. Ignored well, listen, me. he's gonna hear it about it on the podcast and are then you, are you part of the pepper community no 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 i'm not <laughs> that was disappointing um the uh that's what's interesting though with netflix they they really like i just you know what i there's always something on it i always there's times where i get back on i'm like i'm watching netflix again but there's so many different like shows and things that i've been exposed to now that are like they seem really niche or really obscure and now they're like I don't know, just come to the forefront. Like, Netflix is just doing a great job of bringing all of these little things out of the darkness. I mean, my personally, favorite show on Netflix is, I think, one of them is Chef's Table. Okay. Like, they really, have you seen it before? Uh, it's about, like, all the I, Michelin I, star restaurants. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, I didn't know I haven't about, watched it, but I've... As someone who can eat, I did not know a lot about, like, the Michelin stars and all that stuff. And, like, I remember the first one that was... No, never mind. It is 2020. Yeah, it seems like it. Yeah, we are the champions. The, um... The the first episode of the first ever Chef's Table. This is probably a f like now maybe five years ago. I don't know something. Um, was uh, Massimo, it was about uh, Osteria Francescana, which at the time was the number one restaurant in the world, and uh, in who, Mo in who, Modena, Italy, where Ferrari's made, Ducati's made. Who ranks it? Was that like Michelin? Michelin. So they they have it like Michelin is Michelin Tire Guide. Yeah. So the the ranking one two three. My, I get, might get this wrong. Might have to fact check. But essentially, it's a guide by Michelin on how, like their tire rating on how far out of your way you should go to eat food. So, like, one star means you should drive, like, through hell and high water, get to that restaurant. Two is, like, go out of your way. Three is, like, okay, maybe if you're off course. And, like, that's how I think how they rank it. So, Someone the one star is the best, obviously. Yes, yes. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Vice versa. It's three reverse. star is the best. Okay, sorry, sorry. Thought, yeah. That show with Bradley me. Cooper. What was that? Remember? 
That was a good one. The twist that that one we're not gonna give spoils. That's a good twist. At the end. That was a good. Yeah, movie. yeah. But um, anyways, I, that's one of the shows. Like I didn't really know a lot about. Like I knew what Michelin Star was, but never been to one. Never knew about one. And the way they produced that show and like really give you a behind the scenes look on these chefs and how it's like an art form and all that stuff. I think that was so cool. I'm sure it wasn't like a niche thing or obscure thing because a lot of people are foodies, I guess, and blogs and all that. But I think it brought it to the masses, which is really really cool. Um. Anyways, and I so you getting cold? Oh, go ahead. Uh, let's, let's see if I truly am a media. <laughs> and, let's see uh, if a fruit, pepper, really is a fruit. <laughs> anyways, I, uh, I I found that really cool. I think that Netflix is a really cool job with that stuff. George, what's your favorite restaurant you've ever been to? Well, I think we just talked about this recently. Did we? Pro- I think so. Did we, uh, we're just somewhere. Uh, Geranium. Uh, when I went, my good pal Vishal, who is gonna check fact check. The heck out of this episode, but geranium uh, in um, Copenhagen. So actually, oh, I, thought, kinda... I thought you were like talking about a place down the street. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so during, when I was we were traveling, good buddy Vishal came to meet me, and uh, Copenhagen, which I didn't really know at the time, was very big. There's some of the best restaurants in the world. Really? So uh, Noma was the number one restaurant for a long time. Three Star Michelin was based out of there. Noma's the restaurant they were famous for, like they like. They cook like little ants. They like season ants, and it was part of the course. They go really crazy. Like it's like a gastronomic experience. Again, was didn't know a lot about this before Netflix and watching um, Chef's Table, and Geranium wasn't on it. But Vishal came in. He's like, "Listen, the, one of the best restaurants is here. Like it's booked three months in advance." He called them, and they're like, "We have a cancellation. Do you want to come?" We're like done. Eight o'clock that night, we had a table. The restaurant only has like sixty-four seats or something. It's a very specific amount. Uh, two sittings, I think. No, one sitting a night. And the coolest thing is like I if I didn't watch the show, I don't think I would have appreciated as much because like we sat at a table at the outside of the restaurant, so it's pick, like this room kind of rectangular. The kitchen is in the back, but there's a prep area. So they bring everything out and they played it like in front. So you see everything happening. It's a performance. But our table was like on the, the far back end. So we saw all tables and the chef. And it was a, a square box and it was like watching a live episode of Chef's Table. It was one of the coolest things I've ever seen that the food, don't get me wrong, was like I can't even explain it. I don't even know half the stuff that was in it. Everything had like a story with it, but watching that felt like watching the show. And actually, funny enough, they they took a little bit of inspiration. You know the introduction to it? It's it's like a famous Beethoven or some artist song. as a violin that's very okay. powerful. At the end of the meal, they play it when they're serving the dessert. So it's like you're in the show. That's crazy. Uh, anyways, I thought it was really cool. But that geranium is my favorite restaurant I've ever been to. And it was like, we got the whole... So, Anyways, like a little side story. So the guy, one of the, the not the head chef is, uh, I forget his name, but the, his like sous chef, so the second guy in command was a Greek guy. And I knew this because he came up and he was talking and you know Greeks have a very distinct Greek accent. So I was Yeah, like, you, you know, like you see a Greek person in a room and like from across the room, you know, like, yeah. that guy's Greek for sure. Yeah. I didn't know you were Greek though. Yeah, well, I'm a chameleon. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, and there's a guy, so he- How did you not know that? Uh, Mark, I had no idea. How, yeah. I don't know. I don't we've talked about this. Maybe not. But like, I sometimes like, I, I, I've definitely said stuff to him in Greek around you. Yeah, probably. Maybe you just thought I was like Mark, mumbling. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, Mark, half the time me and you hang out, like... Yeah, we'll yeah. not go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> so that, the reason it was a good, the cool experience too is because after we ate, uh, or while we were eating, it happened. I'm like, he's Greek. So after he's like, you guys want to like see the kitchen and stuff, give us a tour. So like we, most people just sit, they eat, whatever. Like we got to go like into the kitchen, hold the three-star Michelin plaque. They gave us a tour. They explained the whole What's thing. What's the plaque look like? It's like a red, um, almost like a car parking spot sign. It's like a red sign that has like three asterisks and it says just Michelin 
It's cool. really cool. It's, it's pretty cool. I'm going to get a fake one. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it was put really, it on, really put cool. Put it on, on my barbecue. <laughs> but it really gave me an appreciation. Like net, I think, honestly, to, to circle back to the point, Netflix has given me an appreciation for a lot of things, industries, like interests that I never would, I think I would have seen. I don't really know how, I guess we got Netflix because of like the, the cheese rolling and the peppers, but really cool. One thing you said that I actually loved was you said it was like watching a performance. And oh, it's yeah. true. When you watch someone it's who art. is the best in what they do, it literally is art. Whether it's cooking, whether, okay, well, dancing. Yeah. Frog maybe. jumping, you frog know, jump, frog, frog jumping can be an art. You, honestly, yeah. you see like the way Netflix makes the trailer for those frog jumps. You see the frogs going in such slow motion. Their yeah, legs yeah. are fully spread out. Their hands are... Ah. Like it is an art. Yeah, yeah. That's what's but, really cool too. I just sorry, I, sorry I to finish that. I just love watching the best people in the world do what they do. Whether it's your yeah, like whatever it, you're you're the you best jump, at. Yeah, it's like it's cool to watch someone who's awesome at something yeah. just perform whatever and, that and that's is. That's why I've always loved Olympians and I've said this a million gajillion times but <laughs> they're the best gajillion. in the world at what they do and even if it's something I don't care about and the best example to me is the the one when the gymnasts throw the ball up. I don't know what it's called what that sport's called. But they are in a big square and they have a ball and they it's have like, like the throw mat it up. set. It's like the mat yeah, session, whatever. whatever. And they the throw mat. the ball up, they catch and they do all these like cool moves. And I'm like, literally, little kids do this in a playground, but they do it a million times better. And it's some of the coolest shit in the world. Yeah, yeah. I actually just saw a video of a girl. I think it was from 2004, the, the the Olympics there, and she scored like a perfect record with the ball, whatever. It's, I don't know what the sport's called, but the ball sport. Yeah, the ball and sport. you watch and you're like, this is literally magic. Yeah. It's like, this is beautiful. I have no idea what they're doing, but it's beautiful. It's, uh, anyways. No, no, I just thought the last point I wanted to add to that is like, I agree, watching people that are the best do what they do is really cool. It doesn't matter what it is. And yeah. honestly, just let's just go back again. Like, I finally, I never really thought about this until we started talking about like Netflix really, they, it's cool because they give something for everyone. And then, like, we're the champions, not going to get watched like, like the way, um, you know, a Marvel movie or something like that. But the thing is, there's a market for that and they just gave it to someone and not just that, they just let people like us see someone that we would never know about. The cheese rolling is one that I obviously, I think I, I've knew about it before. It's like, you hear about it, it's a very obscure sport, but like peppery. And that's Another good one on Netflix. Have you guys seen Losers? It's about two years yes. old now. Or one not all of them, but yes. So that I loved. I thought it was on, honestly one of the best Netflix series that's like documentary or what, what are the docuseries. docuseries. One of the best docuseries I've ever seen because they took some, nobody ever talks about who came in second or they have never talked yeah, about yeah. the losers. Yeah. But some of them had such amazing stories, and you're like, you know what, you're actually not a loser. Like, yeah, craziest one of that was the the um, um, the race, the, the um, desert. Yeah, I know the name of the race. It's a, it's actually after like watching it, I ended up with the book that Jamsheed got us. Shout out to Jamsheed. Um, I went through it again like a few times, but the race That's is crazy. called the um, I'm not gonna remember the mo something. Um, Anyways, it's a race. Um, That's where they have like other like you are on a dune buggy or a motorcycle, or is no, this like no, a foot race? race. A foot race. Two hundred and forty mile, I believe. Uh, Two hundred forty mile race through the Morocco, like through the desert in Morocco. Um, like no, no, it's through Morocco. You start, anyways. You go start at a point, but there's no, there's barely any markers. You're literally in the desert. You got to be able to pack everything on you, and you have to map it. Out Seven yourself. days. Yeah, you got to map it yourself, and you got to carry your supplies for at least like I think it's eight hour increments, or at least to each checkpoint. This one guy got caught in a sandstorm, took a wrong turn, and he ended up getting stranded in the desert for like a week. Yeah, and he found this like random little shack in the middle of the desert, ended up staying in this the shack for three days, like killed a bird. No, he like, was eating bats. Bats, in the, yeah, in the sorry, cave. Bats. Then stumbled out, ended up, someone found him, he ended up surviving. Like, but he ended up in another country, ended up yeah. in 
Mar- I don't know something crazy. We just spoiled. You got to you got to put a globe on top of that. Uh, that yeah, so you can I just like you. spin to it and like oh, oh yeah, so you oh. know what your countries are. Dude, you're very smart. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a great idea. We bring up a lot of places and it's like hard to like. We should put. I bought you a globe for your house. Your housewarming. I know, but I have it on my thing. I like that globe. Okay, I'll bring it. We we gotta find um, a company to get us a globe. That's <laughs> it. Hey, anyone got a globe? Donate it to us. <laughs> one other thing, I think we've kind of exhausted the uh, the Netflix thing. But one thing I did want to talk about, and we're kind of getting to that point with uh, Scotland. I was asking because you've been out there, because uh, you're a big big Scotch. What's the word? Aficionado. I wouldn't even say that. <laughs> I just like so. Uh, my brother, uh, my cousin, and I went. We we spent a week in Scotland and a week in Ireland. Both you know amazing countries. But Scotland, we we rented a car and we drove around. I think when when you travel in other places, if you have the time and the ability to do it, it's the best thing to just like rent a car and then you know you know generally where you're gonna go. Set out your your, your set your course and then kind of just see where things take and so we ended up going to a few different distilleries because it's like okay well you're in scotland Mm -hmm. we might as well try scotch and um and it was really cool because you 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 end up kind of going to all these different parts and some of these distilleries are like super small and they don't they don't export out of scotland and and things like that and so we you start to learn a lot more about the the craft of actually distilling scotch and and you know there's so much um heritage and, and history that behind each one of these distilleries and you know that's something that we really enjoyed um just getting to know more about that and so you know when we when we came back i, I kind of came up with this idea of, to have a scotch club and it's not that i have a great palate there's people in in the scotch obviously club. not if you like hot peppers <laughs> yeah <laughs> i what? think that's probably why i destroyed well, he my said, palate he said that to you before that's one thing i find interesting because i i uh Wait, what did he say he, oh, about like we talked about Scotch Club, and like, we've talked about this a few times. But he's like, yeah, like I don't consider my uh, like I have a good palate. But you always said you ha- like you figured out a good way to do it. That's like, I'm, I'm just I'm basically like a, an organizer, and so you know, in our Scotch Club, there's 12 people in it, and that's that's kind of that's. Are the, you in it, George? Not in it. No. I'm not cool enough. Uh, I'm wow, kidding. Rude. I'm just joking. I'm joking. I, I think I might have. No, I didn't. No. No, 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 listen. You can't commit, man. I can't. That, I'm not, so honestly, Scotch Club has no, rules. He told me, no, because he told me there's rules. If you can't show up, what's. What, if, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. I want to hear from him. But no, that one. If you, yeah, tell him the rule that. This, the, rule, I, the rule that basically got you disqualified. Yeah. You need to be able to commit. And like, if you miss three times, you're, you're, yeah. you're out. So and, I basically, by default, he knew I was going to miss. Because I'm yeah. like, I'm flaky at times. So, yeah. what, what, <laughs> I wish you watched it. Woo. That's on my calendar. Even sometimes it's in your calendar. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> what are the okay so scotch club there's 12 of you what are the so so what's it called is the scotch club yeah it's just scotch club um i think we call it scotch hall and then we've got a picture of scott hall you know the wrestler and he's, holding like, he's holding like a bottle of lagavulin and a bottle like of mccallan that. that's actually uh, what were you at george's birthday when we did the uh, scotch tasting no I wasn't there. That's why you didn't come. Twenty, you didn't come with the John. You did. Twenty fourteen. Twenty fifteen. I, I think you I were there. At my King Street Condo, we had a, yeah. For sure, Johnny I Walker. Mark, Johnny I think Walker. You were there. No, no. If you had, if you had, you had the rep in from Johnny Walker. Yeah. No, I wasn't there. No, because you did it. You're the one that told me about it. I did it, but I wasn't there. Yes, I, you I, told see, me. See, I put you onto a good yeah, tip, and so then he, I don't even get to benefit you. from it. No, for sure, there's a reason you were there. It's my birthday. Yeah, I yeah. invite you. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, because I think it was after Vegas. So like, we were all like, no, this was the year before we all went to Vegas. 
Are you sure? No, I didn't. I lived downtown. I moved downtown in 2015. Yeah. It was that same year. Yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't at that one. No, but because you're the one that told me about him, and I emailed the rep. I I forgot about that actually. That's a really that was a really fun thing. It was very interesting. Yeah. And we got pretty. Yo, cute. Johnny Walker, if you're doing the Scotch tastings again, we uh, we're always open to some tastings. <laughs> yeah, look um, at it. Look Mark. It's all rules. Sorry. So so yeah. Well, not rules. The format. The format. So yeah. So so the whole thing, and it was it, it was interesting because what I you know I'm low key trying get, to catch an invite. Getting getting twelve <laughs> Rick's people. For a club. Getting twelve people, twelve guys um, together can be you know it can be difficult Impossible. at the best of times, right? Especially you know some of the guys have uh, you know they have children or children on the way. Um, and it's like, you know, imagine a guy going home to his, his wife or his girlfriend. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm going out with 12 of my buddies tomorrow. We're just going to drink some scotch. Or, no, you're not. You know, that's definitely the answer he's going to be getting. Now, it's a little bit different when you put, when you put a format around it. And, uh, and we do. We have it kind of um, a good format. So, we're, we, like, there's usually, like, three, maybe four bottles that are presented. It's, it's, they're all new bottles all the time. The person who brings the bottle basically needs to do a presentation on the distillery and the particular type of scotch that they brought. And so we, you try basically a half ounce neat, and then you try a half ounce with a drop of water. And we have this special water that's been shipped in from Scotland. It's like distilled from some... Shut up. Yeah, yeah. Um, like the shipping on it was probably more than the water was. <laughs> but uh, um, Where do you host them? Uh, well, we would do it at my place uh, originally, and then kind of as the group got a little bit bigger, um, we you know we started opening it up to you know going to other people's places. And so in the summer, it was nice to be able to do it outside. You got a lot of space. Um, How many meetings are there a year? Twelve. So oh, one a month. One a month. And is it so the same like the last it's, Thursday. It's, of the, the, month? it's the third third Friday of every month. Like is that. when we do it and so th th this is one of the things i learned you know as we're going through this if you were to say oh we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do meet up next month and people are oh, maybe i can make it like it doesn't work that way so when you stick to this this you know third format friday, of saying yeah. like third friday of every month everybody knows and and so you know in advance it's already in your calendar mm -hmm. um <clears throat> and, and so that you know that's that's worked out pretty well and and it's interesting because you know, some people miss. We we have a mutual friend who will go nameless, but he was in the original Scotch Club. I think yeah, you know who I'm talking about. Uh, he missed the first three, and I was like, "Ask him." Yeah. Right oh, oh, yeah. I, I took him out to the on the boat like Fredo, you know, in The Godfather. So <laughs> great reference. <laughs> so um, this guy's cultured, man. But like but it, it was good reference. It, it was funny because you know, like the third one, he's like, "Man, I really want to go," but it's like my sister's engagement party. I said. You got to pick, man. And, uh, <laughs> it's and true. Scotch Club is not so, the best run. So, yeah. So, he like, we're really good, really good friends. And he even knew that I was not with the commission. He just gave me the benefit of the doubt. I'm not going to embarrass George. You're not in. Yeah. I'm, and, not, I'm cool with that. Um, and so, you know it, me too well. self awareness. Like, as you, as you kind of go, go through this, um, you start coming up with rules. So, okay, well, you know, so we do a membership thing every six months. So, if somebody, because basically the rotation works that every, you know, third month you end up presenting a bottle as that's just how it works out with the numbers and so you know on the six months we say okay is anybody that's participating right now doesn't want to be in the club anymore and then they have the option to opt out and then there's like a whole nomination process where uh you know you gotta, you Rick's gotta look at Rick's you, you, gotta, you gotta vouch you gotta it's vouch for the person that you're nominating matter i'm gonna create a vodka club but that but that's the thing this format this format is, is like so applicable i thought like you know 
I started doing it with like with vinyl. I like collecting vinyl and, and listening to music, and it's a good way. So it was the fourth Friday of every month, and you know, admittedly, vinyl nights were a little bit less structured. It was really just like bring a vinyl and just do a presentation and like a quick thirty second. You know, oh, this is the reason I brought this vinyl. It was a gift yeah. from my grandfather, or whatever. Um, and so it's like, but once you get, once you kind of figure out that recipe, it, it's a really good way to like to get people together because everyone's schedules are crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and when you say, okay, third Friday of every month, it's, it's, you know, vodka, vodka club. And so you do you all your do different anything. types. It, it's saying, what, what, what are the first and second Fridays of the month? I'm I'm still working on clubs for those, so I'll, I'll figure. You the might pepper get club, guy, yeah, the pepper club. Yeah, yeah, you might get an invite to that one. That's a pepper yeah. club. I'll take that. So uh, first is first Friday's pepper club. Second Friday cheese contest. Yeah, yeah. Third that would be scotch. smart because the pepper spicy, the cheese counters that, so you need a week to recover, and the cheese. Yeah. I'd have to go pepper first, then cheese. That's yeah. what you said. I'll do it. You said pepper then yeah, cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So and um, then wash it down with the scotch. Week three. Yeah. And then chill out and, and then, listen to some music. Listen to music. Four. Yeah. Bada bing, bada boom. So like, so I think. The, Ooh, what about when there's five? Fridays in a month. Uh, yeah, one uh, off. You need a break sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sleep on that night, you know. <laughs> one. Uh, so yeah, I've been like obviously I've been to Mark's place. Like on, I don't know what you have more of, vinyls or scotches, but like you have a good collection of of all of them. Like yeah, if either. Yeah. Um, actually, you know, I'm gonna ask before I go to the point. I wanted to make a two questions or uh, two part question. What is your favorite scotch and your favorite vinyl? I had a feeling this question might come up. Um, I, th- I think I never prepared. I just favorite I, pepper. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know <laughs> anything hot. Yeah, um, like Lagavulin 16 is probably my sorry. What Lagavulin 16? It's it's a really if you like kind of peaty scotches. That's that's a really good one. Where's it from? Um, Lagavulin. I uh, well, where like. What region? Wow, is your it from? Scotch Club would be so disappointed right oh, now. Oh, I Where's usually I have regions? a map and notes, and I'm like, okay, that's it's like where Highland. It is. Yeah, I think I think I think Lagavulin, and you know, I don't fact check this live because <laughs> I think it's a Lowland Scotch or an Isla Scotch. Anyway, it's peaty, it's nice. Um, that's probably my favorite. That's a go-to. I love the fact that when you drink it. Like you, you just like you have an ounce and then you finish it and you sip on it all night and you put the glass down on the table. Like it's almost like a, a candle is burning because the entire room starts to smell like, really? like, like, you know, like this peaty scotch. So wow. that's that. Um, favorite record. Um, probably I would have to say is uh Deloused in the Comatorium. Uh, it's an album by a band called called the Mars Volta, and that yeah, they're good. Yeah, <laughs> you know how I know who that is? I just watched it again recently. Get him to the Greek. Jonah Hill brings up Mars Volta. In Does that he? Movie. They yeah. were in that. I didn't. I, I don't no know if they're anybody brings it up. And the only reason I know the name is I watched it again maybe a week ago. Not as funny <laughs> as it was the first time. That's a funny movie though when they're high on shrooms. The, or no, ecstasy? no, it's the Jeffrey or whatever, isn't Jeffrey, it? Jeffrey, yeah. They rubbing the wall. P. Diddy's rubbing the wall. I, you know what? That's not as funny. funny as it was the first time I watched. I'm watching it again. I'm like, it's okay. It didn't age too well. I, I, I'm going to watch it again just he, to see the Mars, Mars the Mars Volta he, reference. He says, I think he says the Mars Volta's playing a show or something. That, sorry, I'll let you continue. I don't know who the hell Mars so, Volta is, but so, I know them from that. that so like, movie. they're they're this like progressive rock band from El Paso, Texas, <laughs> and I think they were around in the, uh, I don't know, probably like the late '90s, early 2000s is when they really became popular. Um, and I, they took a bit of a break. They haven't put out music for, um, 
as the Mars Volta for like, I don't know, I want to say close to a decade maybe. Um, But this, this record was like, it's an original pressing. This is, I I think it's 2005 or seven, something like that. Um, So a while back, but I ended up, I was list, I was jamming out to them one night uh, on Spotify and I was like it would be great to have this vinyl. And so I start looking and I found I think Discogs was the website and I went on there and I ended up buying this record. I just got I got crazy into them and I spent $300 on this record. Wow. On one? On one record. It's the most her name again the Mars Volta and the reason the reason it was expensive It's basically a collector item because they only they they did an original Pressing when the album first came out Which in was, 2007 okay. um, But they it, it's not reproduced anymore and, and so it, it's anymore. yeah it, So not, the band's, the band's yeah. done basically right yeah, yeah, and so this is like the original record and it's like, you know It's not in mint condition or anything like that, but it was just one of those things How's I it felt sound? Like, here's the funny thing. I haven't even listened to it. What? I haven't listened to it. I'm like, I so think it's your favorite because like the 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 the, the, yeah, the, the, the kind of story. No, I haven't listened. I haven't listened to the vinyl. Oh, but the actual. The, uh, yeah, yeah. I haven't listened to the vinyl though. The vinyl came in, and I was like, "Am I going to regret this decision when I open this box?" And I opened it, and I was like, "I'm so happy to have this," but That's I'm kind of scared. I, like, part of me is like. Maybe the guy duped me and he just sent me <laughs> he just sent me these two like phony records and I'm I'm almost like scared to like put it on and 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 see. It's almost like, but, the, like that was the paradox where it's like if it's a if it's a box and there's a cat in the box is the kid's the cat dead or alive. Yeah. Kind of yeah, like that yeah. thing. You don't but, know. So you don't want to find out. So you just kind of I, I, I might leave like, it to mystery. Yeah, yeah. So I think so, it's something like that. So like it's that. um yeah, so that's probably my my f- favorite my favorite record. Um and then I also have uh, an original pressing of um, Rock. Uh, what is it? It's the band um, Rock of Ages. No, not Rock of Ages. That's the other one. Why am I blanking here? Well, while you're thinking what, about that, I stopped buying <laughs> records online because every like couple of them I bought came warped. Yeah. And then it's like I, you, you eventually Google how to flatten them, but I would just have to flatten them all and like keep stacks of books on top because I have like a shitty little record player, nothing crazy. Same and so, one we have here. Yeah, the exact same one we have there. And the reason why I bought it is because, you know, sometimes you're just relaxing. If I have my phone playing music, sometimes you get a notification or you open Instagram or social media, it messes with the music. And it's, then you get a phone call and the music stops and it's annoying. Yeah. So this is nice. You just throw that on. Every, you know, 20 minutes you got to get up, flip it over, whatever. But it's fine. You know, yeah. you're... You, well, you end up listening to the music more. But yeah. some of my records came warped, and I was like, this is so annoying. Well, and, and that's the thing. Like, yeah. vinyl also has a certain warmth to it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you can you, hear the almost like there's almost a like crackling. crackle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and and you, you just you, feel like someone's playing it for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it feels. It feels almost it, like it, it's, it puts you in a in a place of like being in like a like a a smoky bar or like yeah, kind it, of in a, like a nice. I don't know yeah. something. It's warm. Yeah, it, like I think that's it's, yeah, it's, it's, warm. It's, it's the only way to describe it because like some other music, like Pinkerton just, plays it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 That's yeah. exactly like what you expect when you go there. Yeah. Um, actually, that was a good so one. We actually yeah. have a few records. We haven't played them yet, but I think one so of the you don't first, have a power chord. I think it's in the box. I'm gonna get it down. But the, oh, I think um, like I would I would buy records online, but the first like classic old record I went and bought, I don't know what year or print or whatever it is, um, but when I had I actually have like an okay or decent record player at my place, but. Um, so I was like, you know what? I want to go buy something that's like old. That's kind of cool. So I walked into a record store. I think it was the one on Queen here. Um, I forget what the name of it is, but it's not far. 
Anyways, I walk in. I was like, you know what? I'm a, I like, like, I want, like, some kind of jazz or something. Something blues or jazz. So I'm getting Miles Davis, one of his old ones. And it was like, I opened it. And, like, it looked really old and beat up. And I took the thing out. And I put it on. And it had that, like, scratchy feel. And I'm listening to the trumpet and everything. And honestly, I was like, man, this is, like, this is how music should be listened. Or listened to. Like, just, it's... Yeah, I don't know. It, was, it just kind of transports you somewhere you're listening to that. Well, one. and you know where where I got this idea. Um, I remember getting into a cab and I was speaking with the cab driver, and we we started talking about music. And he said, he's like, you know, back in my day, he was an older guy. Uh, he said, back in my day, we would, you know, when a, a uh, when a, a new record came out, he's like, one of us would buy it, and we'd all meet up at somebody's house, and we put it on, we'd listen to it together. So it was like, there was like this, this, you know, community. community. Yeah. Oh, wow. I was just yeah. going to say that. You know, it's crazy. that You belong in, in the East End, Rick. No, I was just going to say that ties into this whole conversation yeah. we have. You don't think about, we talked about the East End community. We talked about the, the Oh, and if we're, loop, sorry, if winter. we're talking about records and the East End, uh, my buddy, Derek Antonio, he runs pop music. Shout Canada. Derek Antonio. They're at, uh, they're at uh, Gerard and Broadview. Um, like Derek, a record shop? Record shop. Um, it's Sick. a tiny little spot. The guy's got tons of records in there. He knows what he's doing. And like, I remember, like anytime I'm feeling like a record, I just send Derek an email. Doesn't matter what time of day, and he's like, "Okay, I'm on it." And then I'll get a call from Derek like a few days later. No hey, way. mark your records in. All right, I'll see you tonight, man. So that's sick. and you walk down, and you on the way over to the record store, you see the dude from whatever restaurant, yeah, yeah, yeah. Take your tins, yeah, find some booze. Yeah. You know what? Honestly, that's kind of a good way to like kind of the kind of. Get we have dropped. Off, by the off. way, we have we have pumped so many businesses. Oh, 100 percent. Which is, you know what? Which is great. Do it, but but what I was gonna say was all these places we've like that we've actually named. Um, I've I mean I've been with you to almost all of them except for the record store. But I've been to actually we bumped into each other. We won't get into that story. But we bumped into each other at uh, Vatican Shop. Yeah, really cool name and great pizza. It's like almost like a speakeasy type vibe. You know what we're gonna do actually? Maybe, maybe that's what I was gonna. Or I was gonna oh. say. Go ahead. I was going to say what we should do because of all this is that we should have a night where we, when that things open up again, even if it's the dead of winter, like if it's January and we can go back into these like it's dining, whatever, whenever we can do it, we should all go and do it. We should do a night. Yeah, I'm, I'm in for that too. And what I was going to say is what we'll do is we'll grab, um, we'll screen grab every shout out we did and just even post those clips on like our stories for Instagram or something. Sure. Cause then give them a nice little plug, tag them, help support them. Yeah, can you like at them in the comments? Yeah, 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 yeah. we could do that. Yeah, we'll, let's oh, do that. Oh, you know that. what? Yeah, we'll look them up on Insta. Oh, when you post the clip yeah. on Instagram, we'll look it yeah, up. Yeah, so we'll screen grab every single on shout out. It, you know what? Actually, it, you know the co- like the below the vi- the thing is going to be like yeah, yeah. that. Oh, at, we'll at, do at, it. At, at, for, at. I got to listen. I don't do my job very well because I don't want to ever put the show notes. I'll do it for this one. Okay. And you also forgot to do the last episodes. The yeah, I was. I knew I was going to do that. I knew you were. It takes too long. Um. That actually kind of brings us full circle, and it's kind of a good way. We're kind of nearing that point, but one, I want to just okay. Go ahead, but I want to. Uh, mine, uh, mine was kind of before we wrap up. I had one. Thing I'm not wrapping. Really the mine's not ready to wrap yet, but okay, it's about. Um, we, I didn't get to finish the story at the beginning about um, about Bill Hicks when he went because it's still one of my favorite bars in the city. Oh yeah, we got. I love to honestly. I, as much as I like, you know, it's fun to go to nightclubs and and right, mainstream bars. I really like dive bars. The older and grungier it is, like the best. Actually, one of my favorite bars. That I've ever been to was the epitome of a dive, and it was in like Georgetown, Malaysia. We might have talked about it before, but it's like, like I'm talking like skeleton heads on the wall. Like you look like a voodoo bar almost, but it was like so old, and it's like eighty year old lady in the front singing. Anyways, like that place, I'll, I'll never forget it. Um, but Bill Hicks, and the sense of like community and how and how cool this. I never finished this. 
the first time me and Mark went, we're sitting there and they, they serve drinks in like plastic Dixie cups. Yeah, it was like, it was no frills. So you're, it was like president's choice mix. So it's like PC Cola <laughs> yeah, or something. Yeah. Um, he had, you know, four types of, of bar like rail. Like free so balling you, it too. So you it's, had, not like, it's not like here's two ounces. Here's like, yeah. you know, here's like six ounces and a, and a splash of Coke. Yeah, you had like, you had like, you know, one gin, one vodka, one whiskey, one whatever. Yeah. And like, if you asked for if he if he poured you a shot because he was he was you know sometimes generous with the Jaeger yeah. or whatever, um, he'd do it in those you know those cups that come out of the side of the water cooler. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He'd serve it Dixie to you cup. like the paper. No, it was paper, a paper, paper cup. Yeah. Paper cone the ones. They're the Dixie. Cones. Dixie makes paper ones. Okay, oh, no, the sure. cones. No, the cones. Yeah, the, so cone the cones. Ones. Yeah, 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 I remember so that. He, so he'd pour the and shot. And he'd hold like five in a hand yeah, and he'd yeah, do it with us. It was actually like a perfect setup. So he'd hand and then you just fold them up and throw them out. But then he served he served the drinks in 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 red red solo cups. So it was like no frills. Divey as divey can get because it's, it's not there's no nothing about it no like pretentiousness you just going to have a drink and talk to and, but and the like best. And the amazing thing about it is it attracted people from all walks of oh, life yeah. it, like, it didn't matter if you drove a ferrari like you wanted to hang out at Bill guys Hicks. we'd go guys in suits were there guys in ripped jeans guys who look like they were homeless like everybody yeah, yeah. and we'll just sit in the benches were like this like it was just very tight it's almost like picture like an old you know the, like the East End, you see the houses there. It was almost like the upstairs of a house. It was very tight. It was, it was. It was yeah. the upstairs. And, That's probably what it was. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you know, like when we first when we first went there, he would hand out a, a marker. There was like this gold sharpie that would float around, and similar to what you guys got going on here, people would just write things on the wall. And like this was this was his thing in the yeah. bar. And uh, the best part about that, so the, I, this is where I was going. The first time we went there, why you know there's a real sense of community in East End. The bartender, if I'm not mistaken, he smoked. So when you want a smoke break, he would go out and be like, hey, like to one of the guys sitting there, like, just watch the bar for me. Yeah. He would leave his own bar. Everyone would just hang out. If somebody wanted a drink, they would you know, grab a beer over the counter, put a five down on the thing. Like, like nobody, nobody messed with it. Nothing. There was, there was like, He'd be off yeah. like, we'd come outside. We're like, you know, we're going to go. Like, I think one time we might have left and you still off for like 30 minutes. We're like, like you're gonna close I was like that's fine no one's no one's taking anything yeah well like, and, and, think about that where can you say that that happens in Toronto like you can't no, even turn your back it's very European like, it's like a European thing yeah well oh, yeah. and the other thing that was cool like I, I actually met a really good buddy there and how we met is like my buddy Nico Greek of course right I didn't I <laughs> that didn't, one's a good night giveaway yeah. even Rick knew that I, one. I, I didn't I didn't know him he was at the other end of the bar and I was there and I'm talking to Teddy and Teddy Teddy was the bartender he goes um, he's like you're Greek right Mark I'm like yeah he's like Nico, you're Greek, right? He's like, yeah. He's like, okay, you guys come here for a second. And so he like brought us together and introduced us. And like Nico be ended up like becoming a really good friend of mine over the past uh, over the Shout past few Nico. years. Yeah. So Is Nico in the Scotch Club. He was. He was. Oh. And then, um, yeah, I guess with work and some other things, I didn't, he left, I didn't kick him out, okay. you know, okay. so he's still yeah, in the yeah, yeah. but you know, Rick's, Rick's itchy, Rick's trying to wait till someone gets kicked out, Amar, yeah, yeah. What? Hey, Amar, anyone around this month? Anyone missed three? Hey, what day we, what day, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyways, I think that's like kind of like your point, Rick, I never thought about that, like it's kind of, we talked about like the sense of community and everything, and I think that's really cool. Listen, we're, I'm sure there's other neighbors that have this too. Like you just walk around the city, yeah. you can notice in other pockets. I, I think you, you find it anywhere, like that's sure. the thing, like and you live in a neighborhood but you have to like live in the neighborhood yeah, yeah. and so it's like that's why I like well you walking. used to work in the east like you were in the you lived you worked everything in the east yeah yeah but like that's why I like walking and just you know even just big walker yeah big walker you just set a point on the map you're like hey I want to check out what's going on in Parkdale and like the, the cool thing is that neighborhoods are always changing so what was there a couple years ago is not there anymore and so that's like we all anyone who kind of 
spent any time in Leslieville and ever went to Bill Hicks, you're so fond of those memories because the window that that place was actually open for, it it was maybe open for like two years. Yeah. And and there were some people that wanted to go there, never had a chance to go there. And um, it was just, you have these great memories. And that's why I think you got to go out. And I don't, I'm not only just an East End guy. It's, as much as I love where I live, I love to check out other neighborhoods and, and you know, see what's going on. Yeah. And uh, because cool. that window, like for all of these places, that window's always closing. True. For like small restaurants. I mean, yeah. again, like we don't go in this path too. I know you've talked about it, Rick. Unfortunately, now it's probably closed for a lot more than we'd have the chance yeah. to. So, you know, it, it, Again, very unpredictable circumstances, but that just kind of makes you also appreciate more what kind of an amazing city we live in, how diverse each neighborhood is, how different. Because every neighborhood is really different. A lot yeah. of similarities, but like even Ossington had that feel 10, it still does, but 10 years ago was even more like that. You'd walk into like Baby Huey's and it was like a house. I remember walking the first time, it was like a, a, a girl behind a beer bin yeah. handing out like tall boys. And I was like, this is a bar in Toronto? Yeah, yeah. I was so foreign to me. And it just really makes you appreciate, you know, hopefully things get can get back to somewhat of a normal suit like makes you really want to just go and explore the city more because we live in a great city that has a lot going on one of the best cities in the world yeah. honestly honestly truly one of the best cities that I love you do it. Better, better, like, better, I, better with the transit, but I, I, I haven't. We won't, we won't fault you, Toronto. I haven't traveled as as much as I think you guys might have, but um, I don't think I I want to live anywhere else. Um, and even as I think about you know maybe one day having a family and all of that, I think it'd be sick to raise my kids in the city if I can afford to do it. For sure, you know. I that's, that's what that, I'm saying yeah. right now. Like check check me up in a few years when. <laughs> but you know it's interesting too. Like I I've had that talk. Uh, like you know my parents they grew up like kind of in the suburbs right, and they say like you know you need like that. you need space for your yeah. for your but family. Have a garden, like, grow big, some tomatoes. Yeah, exactly. You know? But look at these big cities, man. People like they find they make ways they make do with it. Like Toronto's got a lot of parks and all that stuff. I mean. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely impossible. Great city. I, I love cool, it. But anyways. One thing I did want to mention is this, in my opinion, has been one of the most free-flowing conversations we've had on this podcast. 100%. I knew Mark. Like, like, like I, I told you, we, we, me and George even talked about. It. He's like, yeah, we can start with this. But I was like, yeah, I, I, was, I, I said I, to him, like, there's literally no structure for this conversation. No structure. I was literally so and worried. And if you think about no, Mark, it, man, I, this episode had the most amount of structure with having zero yeah. of it. Everything went. Everything perfectly. connected perfectly, yeah. and we came full circle to talk about well, like, was, the theme of community. I'm I'm glad that 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 you guys feel <laughs> that because I was so nervous. You guys have had some pretty big hitters on here, and uh, it's like. Is this the same seat that Shaw Claire sat in? No, no. he was on my no? he was on my couch. Okay, he was on the all right. He was, he was in uh, he was in the condo, but because you know Shaw Claire is he's a tough <laughs> act to follow. You know, um, like Love I'm not it. you know, um, so I I was really worried. Like what what are they gonna ask? What can I say? Like how am I gonna be cool? You know, but, but, but that's but, the thing. You but, don't have like that's and you the first time we were scheduled this we even, you even joked like. I don't know what I'll talk about. I was like, and I, I honestly will say this. I'm not saying because you're in front of me. I, I've said this to like, I'll say this to your face. You know this. When I sit down with you and talk, like we actually, our car just goes in the randomest ways every time. Like I, I sometimes need to like pull you back a little yeah. bit because George does this thing where he's okay. just, you know. That brings it back. When I was, that ties it full circle to the beginning. When I was off air, turning the camera on and I said, I want to explain something to you guys, a theory that I have. You know how I always say, okay, let me ask this question first because you just made that point. You know how I always say I like narrative and like the narrative of flow? I realized the other day I am the most non-narrative person. Because to your point, narrative is the, the, the arc of a story. And it follows a narrative. 
do I ever tell a story in like one direction? You never no, complete. So, I don't think you ever you complete do, a yeah. story. No, it's always like I go here, then I go back. Oh, by the way, this. A lot of times I do yeah. that. Anyways, I don't want to share that because we talked about it Sometimes right before the camera turned on. a story. You're just going in circles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I just like, my mind is going like a pinball machine. But anyways, that's funny you just brought that up that I do that because that was the first thing I was going to say off air. And I got, that's what I was going to bring up and I got cut off. I love it. This is full circle. Yeah. Right to the beginning. No, but you're the, you're the, probably the second or third person that really says like, oh, what are we going to talk about? I don't know. And that's the best part about this is it's not an interview. And we've said this to some of you like, oh, send us the questions ahead. It's like, no, we don't. We'll, we'll talk about this. We'll talk about that. But there's no set questions. Yeah. yeah. If you're an Olympian, I'm going to ask you what it's like to win a medal. Yeah, of course I'm going to ask that. But it's not like, okay, and we used to do this. Remember Eric Radford at the beginning? It was very structured. Like, took us through his whole career. Now it's like, you know, we ask random questions. To we start. actually have Ooh. a very non-narrative podcast. Yeah. See, see where the conversation yeah, goes. Yeah, this is the best example because it was such a free-flowing conversation, yet it had so much structure unintentionally. It's cool. So George, too. good job. And no, I'm mean, good job. That was Mark. Could, Mark killed all, it. All three of us. Thank like, you like, for having me. No, honestly, man. Like that's why it's just fun <laughs> to talk about again. Like I honestly, th- I've said this to you. Like you're just to sit down and talk with you, the way, and we didn't even get rid of the weed. This is kind of like an introduction to Mark. But like we'll do a part two. Yeah, sometime for in sure, the future. man. Because these are fun. Right? There's a lot to talk about. You've and you made a comment about how you've traveled, but I would actually counter that. You've probably. Like we've all lived downtown, but like me and Ricky, we joke, but it's true. We, we're more like West End. We've always been in that well, I'm, area. I'm, I don't joke. I am a West no. Ender. Yeah, Rick's like, I won't go past university. We got to get you out past uh, you, past the Don River, man. But you've the seen whole a lot of Toronto. Like you have seen a lot of Toronto, and we talk, you know, we go for dinners and talk. Like you have, some of your stories are funny, and, and like, what? Continue. I was, no, I was going to say, like, that's the thing, you, you know, but the first thing we're going to come on, like, what are we going to talk about? We literally talk about the city we live in, the communities we live in, and we've never really talked about that. And I think that was really interesting, and it, a lot of people can relate because a lot of people, like you know, live all over the city, and they're you know, we never really talk about the appreciation you have for neighborhood and feel and community, as we said. So, yep. anyways, man, that was a lot of fun. What we'll do next time we get you on, we're gonna each pick up two dishes from different parts of the city. So you do East End, I'll do West End, you do North End or something. How's in the North End? <laughs> now know. we're getting crazy. <laughs> no, you know what we'll do? We'll, 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 yeah, we'll each pick a couple different like local tiny mom and pop shops that yeah, you yeah. love. Yeah, yeah. Well, we can't we'll, eat on air. No, no. No, but we can like yeah, talk can about about the bounty in front of and us. We should, yeah. we should also bring. Technically, we'll bring we can eat on air. No, because it's, you can't chew it. No, we just move it while you guys talk. It's not a great, uh, not a great thing. Well, you guys, you guys work out the mechanics on we'll, that. We'll I'll do be a here scotch. We'll do scotch know. as well. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll coast. It, By then, I'm going to be in the scotch club. Yeah, yeah. Ricky's going to give us a tutorial on on everything. You know what though? But to the point, like you don't think about scotch, but like a lot of things too. Joining the club Google is what gets it. exposed you to, yeah. it, right? It's 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 really like we were talking about like these niche interests, right? Um, you know, frog jumping, m- frog jumping, like uh, make a club for frog jumping, and I think it's once <laughs> yeah. a, or or, or so knitting nice. or whatever else you're into. Book but club, it's like podcast. I think you need to be um, you need to be intentional about you know hanging out with people, and one of the things that I I kind of try to you know make sure i do all the time if i think if i think about someone like someone just pops into my mind for some for some reason i always make an effort or at least i try to to text them or call them when i think about them because i think we all do that we say oh yeah i haven't spoken to so and so in a while and uh and then you you kind of okay well yeah i'll give them a call tonight and then you don't do it 
So it's like, that's one of the things that I try to do. If I think about someone, I text them and say, hey, how's it going? Or, hey, what's up? And it's not that like we're going to get into a big conversation or maybe we won't end up being able to get together and hang out and catch up properly. But at least you know that I'm still alive and I know that you're still alive and I was thinking about you and I hope you're doing well. So, you know, talk about vibes. Take that vibe, you know? Oh, I like that. I think that's perfect to, to yeah. ra- start wrapping up on. Speaking of the, being alive, he usually calls like, hey, you still alive? I don't know. You're all <laughs> over the world right these days. Yeah, I think a lot of times he calls like, hey, you still alive? Checking in on you. Because <laughs> anyways, it, no, that, was, that was great, man. I honestly, I really, really enjoyed this. Considering I was ready to fall asleep before we started this, I am like, part, man, it was such a no. But this is this is such a fun, fun conversation. Always fun catching up with you. Uh, Mark. Appreciate you coming on. Obviously, I thank think, you very uh, much for having me. You both agree. And on I really think. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say. You cut sorry. off my my final wrap. You know what? Sorry. You guys, you sorry. guys are like a married right? couple. That's well, we, that's been we catch each other pretty good. Yeah. But I was gonna say sorry before we start that. I honestly think you should consider starting a podcast. You like you, you're very good. You have a good flow with your dialogue. Y- you know, you know what? Short little I, clips. I don't like the sound of my voice. I don't think a lot of people I do. Mine. But I but, like mine. But it's just like <laughs> to, to to record and edit that. I need a producer. I think is what I need. You know. Yeah. Whoa! Hey, see? No, you, Whoa. you see? You can't. You didn't fact check him, Craig. That was your test. You gotta, you gotta stay failed. with us. We need, we need all the help we can get over <laughs> yeah. here. Um, sorry, Rick. Can you continue your No, but there. I was gonna say, my, it's you ruined it, George. But anyways, I'm really sorry. Uh, that's okay. Kind of excited. Uh, no, we're definitely gonna get you on in the in the future because you. This was such a fun conversation. But we've got two questions we ask every single guest. Okay, I like this. I like so this. You don't Some know structure. Them, no. <laughs> no. What's this? Man, no, no. We were. This is nice. This is last episode. This, this is, is like episode 80th, eighty. Eightieth. Well, you're eighty. That's pretty big deal not one person out of all 80 episodes knew we asked questions no, the there's end. been a handful okay. blake knew nicole knew. i think our moms maybe knew our moms knew john but very few john. people listen all the way to the end mind you this is another lo- this is one of our longer ones yeah, yeah. which i can go all night boys honestly we probably could have got we <laughs> probably could keep this going um we'll save the craziest of our part two go ahead part Rick. two if there was a movie about your life who would you want to star as you could be anyone from any point in time oh uh this is funny so if we're look if we're going for like the closest facsimile let's say uh i've been told that i look like steve-o from jackass or casey affleck so probably one of those two dudes Ooh, casey affleck would be a sick one too yeah, he's the most crazy yeah, yeah. So funny. yeah. you sent I that mean, clip in the group today <laughs> you said that clip in the group i was actually watching steve-o's podcast or mike tyson's podcast mike, mike tyson, yeah. He's yeah yeah so you know maybe That's a good answer we never may, had either of those maybe for acting chops i'd go with casey casey affleck but depends uh, if it was a serious you know what casey, actually probably steve-o yeah probably steve-o yeah yeah <laughs> i like it. Uh-huh. um the last question if you could give one piece of advice to your younger self what would it be well that's a good one um one we piece always, of advice to my younger self they were like Meh. and it was a good one <laughs> yeah like i think it took me a little bit of time as i think it does everyone to like to 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 come into yourself and to like really appreciate who you are as a person and like i'm pretty satisfied with the person i am today and i just i i wish i knew everything i knew today like 10 years ago five years ago two years ago um so i I think just be content with who you are right now you there are things in your nature that you don't know like we're all wired a different way and there was this quote i think from bruce lee maybe it was misattributed to him because i can't find the quote but he was speaking about like the nature of of water and you cannot change the properties of water or the nature of the way that water works and he's like so yourself like 
who you are is very much like that, if that makes sense. So you're going to do things a certain way and you're going to learn about things a certain way. And that's very, very unique to you. So your path through life is going to be abundantly different from everybody else's. And you just need to understand what your nature is and, you know, steer yourself away from things that might not be good for you if, if you know, depending on what way your nature leads you. But you just need to absorb and, and I guess, just own whatever your nature is and, and just, just be you. And if you do that at every single, uh, I guess, point in your life, you never have to worry about, you know, being an imposter. You always do what's kind of, you know, what's in you to do, if that makes sense. Well, that makes Loved sense. It. That's I really got that good, 100%. That's really good yeah. advice, man. I like so, that a lot. I love it. Uh, Mark, honestly, great conversation. Loved having you on. If people want to find out more about you, the Scotch Club, the Ghost Peppers, Pepper X, the Fruits, what, where can they go? Uh, so... I'm You're on I'm on Instagram, but guy. but I'm so low key. Yeah, I don't. Even, if somebody wants to like get in touch with me, um, maybe like ask George for my number or something. You know. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do email. email yeah. yeah. Anybody wants to get in well, touch with Mark? It's funny. Funny you say that. Jordan at the beginning was like, "This guy have any Instagram?" I was like, "I and I don't have. I might deactivate it, so I couldn't remember your Instagram." Yeah. That's how low key Mark is. Yeah. We follow each other. Yeah. So if you want to find him, just hit us either me hit up me or George put you in touch if you want to join the scotch club if you want to try the hot peppers you just want to have a fun conversation we'll put you in yeah. touch or if you need tips on the east end where to go like we listed a bunch here but i know mark knows a few more hidden gems yeah yeah there. i'm sorry to any business in the east end that i frequent that i haven't shouted out specifically we shouted out a bunch you really ruined yeah. it because next time you came on you know how much of sponsorship dollars we could have got like you get we gave like 90 away it's okay the next episode next we're gonna see big the value. big sponsors big sponsors but guys, guys if you made it uh, this far subscribe leave us a review follow us all that fun stuff we really appreciate it uh, also check out the newest edition of kind magazine dropping at your local dispensary your pals might be in it no we are in it we're in it for sure we've got Pick a up nice kind magazine friday december 4th friday, wait december 4th. question where do we find kind magazine you gotta walk into your local dispensary yeah. any dispensary in or, the city or online or online okay Thank yeah. you. All right, that's it. I'm literally going to walk into everyone, just take all their magazines. And I'm going to take them they're, all over the city. They're sending us and then a go, bunch, yeah. And then go distribute them all over. George yeah. is signing them on the corner of uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be, I'm gonna King be and... I'm going to be outside of the you like, oh, wow, look at this article. Look, who are these guys? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, guys. All right, that's it. Signing off, guys. Cheers. Later. You like to drink and to smoke to take away the pain. And I don't remember all of my mistakes in every I got alone. No one thing, you're not alright, I'm not alright Yeah.